What's up, what's up, Highness Queens? We are back with another episode of Bluntly Black Girls, the first episode of 2024. And I'm super excited because, baby, let me just tell you, I feel it, I feel it, and I know people say this all the time, so I really don't care how cliche this may sound, but 2024 is about to be amazing to me. Like, I just feel it. I know it. And, you know, that's what it's going to be. We are manifesting and visualizing and setting intentions and doing all of those New Year things. And I'm truly excited to see what this year has in store for me, for the podcast, and just, like, everything in general, really. I'm excited. So, I I went and got my very first guest from the Mile High City. Uh, Christina Marie of Rosebuds High and we talk about a lot let me just tell you I really felt like I say this every time but again that's because I have great guests that's what y'all come here for is the great amazing guests and they always be dropping gems and Christina Marie was no different dropping gems and just positivity and just like her vibe was everything so we talk about um, long-term singlehood by choice, um, our top three 2024 ins and outs, the things that we're bringing into the year, the things that we're leaving out of the year, um, which was the blunt talk for this episode, and it was a really inspiring conversation. Uh, we talk about working in retail and how we feel about working in retail, and we talk about uh, infused joints and much, much more. This is definitely a sister smoke session. We got on some tangents, but they all ended up being good tangents. I mean, I particularly like them, so I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed 2024. I hope you're just as excited about the year as I am because I really feel like this is going to be a year of huge, huge shifts for not only myself, not only the podcast, but all of us as a community. So I'm really excited to see what this year brings. Um, Yeah, with all that said, I think we should just go ahead and get into this episode. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into this episode. So let me introduce who came to smoke with me today. It is my girl, Highness Queen, Christina Marie. I love it. And yeah, if we so I don't know if there will be a video version of this, but we will be giving it a shot. And uh so she was so gracious enough to come on all done up, all glorified, all beautified. And I appreciate that so much. So I, I feel like I have to put some type of this some part of this video out just because you know you put in the effort, I gotta put in the effort, right? Period. So, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, and I'm super excited because I just really love your vibe. Like you just like even just from Instagram, I'm like, she really feels like somebody I would sit and have a smoke session with in real life. So like we need to do that. Here we are. <laughs> yes, here we are. Here we are. So tell us about yourself, Christina Marie, and your relationship with cannabis. Where do we begin? <laughs> okay. Right. Loaded question, right? <laughs> it is because for me personally, like I've, I first smoked cannabis when I was 18, didn't like it. 
in my early 20s, I tried it. It was all right, but it was like not the good shit. It was some Reggie. Like, let's be real. We didn't have money. We were hit. It wasn't legal. We was just meeting up with somebody to get whatever we could get our hands on. But um, I really didn't start smoking and my relationship with cannabis didn't get serious until about maybe 10 years ago. And I unfortunately was working in a job that wasn't the best. Things had went sideways for me, I'll say. And mentally, it really started to affect me. I used to party and drink a lot. And I would use alcohol to help me with like certain things. But um, I had just turned to cannabis because I had found a book in Urban Outfitters actually about women in cannabis. And then I start, of course, Urban Outfitters. And then I started doing this research and reading on it and just trying to understand what would help me calm down. What I didn't know I was dealing with was anxiety and panic attacks or anxiety attacks. And it was just something I needed to help calm me down. So one of the first strains I had found was orange heroin. And um, yes, <laughs> orange heroin, H, it's H-E-R-I-J-U-A-N-A, I think. But it had such a good taste, but I really liked the way I felt when I smoked it. And so I really just started to get in it into it from that point on um, to start doing research and understanding how the plant would work for me and my personal situation. Um, and also edibles, topicals. I was not familiar with that. All I knew was blunts and joints. I would see it, but it was just like, I don't do that. What is this? So um, yeah, I started researching, got into it. And then I ended up working in the industry. I left that job and was able to get a job as a bud tender. And from there, it really started to pick up. And that was in, I started working in the industry in 2017, August of 2017. Oh, okay. So you, you an OG. I'm a little, little something. <laughs> yeah. You've been here for a while. I've been here for a little minute. <laughs> yeah. So I love that story. I love that origin story. So question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was? Because you said you started, uh, you first tried cannabis when you were 18, but you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was about that experience that made you not like it? Dude, let me tell you. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, I have made a comment. I used to make declarations. That's what my mom said. Be careful with declarations. I remember being in high school and there was this, I went to George Washington. I live in Denver. I'm from Denver, born and raised. But um. For those of y'all know, I went to George and there's this. Ooh, I don't think I've ever had anybody from Colorado. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. It's me. It's me. It's me. Yes. I'm the first. Hey, y'all. I'm a native. I still live here. Um, <laughs> now I got a reason to visit. Mile high. Yes. Come yeah. to the mile high and let's get mile high. Mm-hmm. I, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> I, I just love like, that. To the mile high, let's get mile high. <laughs> that is awesome. That is, yeah. I, okay, and I know I just asked you another question, but you know I be high shit, and 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 I get you just flowing and talking. <laughs> but do you really feel like you get a better high because you're you are in the higher elevation? Um, that's an interesting question. It's different. I I don't know if it's a better high, but what I'll say is when I do travel to other places. I notice the difference once I like when I went to New Orleans, things were completely different. Um, but I don't notice a difference. You know what it is? More people have an issue when they come here. I guess I'm just used to it because I've lived here my whole life. The air is much thinner. 
Um, and people have a hard time. Like when I worked in the industry, I would get a lot of tourists because the dispensaries that I worked at worked at were off the highway and they were also on the way to downtown. So people would stop at our dispensaries, get their, you know, whatever they need and then head on to their hotel or downtown. And when they would come into the store, I would warn them too about drinking. Cause I also had a friend that came here and drank her first day and it was not good on her. Mm-hmm. And she was not used to the air. She got sick. And that's what happens a lot of time with people when they come here is that the the high may be stronger for them. It's harder for them to smoke because of the air quality or the thinness of the air. People are not used to it. But I don't notice that for me, honestly, Maybe it's just because I'm used to it. This mm-hmm. is home. When I travel, like I said, when I travel to other places, I can definitely tell the difference between the air. It's wild. And we actually have an Olympic training center. I get to rambling. <laughs> like we actually no, have. This. You see me too, because that's how we got here. so like does it feel different like it's harder to breathe or for me or for for you for you when you go to other other like when you went to new orleans oh no i mean that's about as close to sea level as you can get right i would assume right no it's not harder for me i feel like it's much easier when i go to other places Mm. um when i used to drink i could feel the difference for sure but Mm. um yeah, no, it's not harder. It's fine. Just because I feel like our lungs are built a little bit differently when we live at a higher elevation and we're able to take things in. It's like, listen, I'm a Denver girl. Our lungs are so maybe up. it's easier. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. It's like our lungs are built a little different here. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Mm-hmm. Up all that thin air. Mm-hmm. See, and look, one of the reasons I don't really want to go to New York is because there's I think there's entirely too many people and all them people suck it up my air. And so now, <laughs> now that I'm sitting here thinking about Colorado, you're telling me all this, I'm like, well, is there there's even less air? Mm-hmm. So hmm, I, mm-hmm. I have to admit I'm rethinking my trip out there, but maybe I just don't go during the winter time. I was gonna say because yesterday was negative seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Today no. No. <laughs> no. No, no. no absolutely no, no. no. We're not doing that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even understand that number. <laughs> it Yeah, negative seven. It was very cold, but I went out. I had errands to do and things to get to. It snowed as well, but not a lot. It's just the air has been really cold and the wind has been a lot. So once you step outside and that wind hits you in the face, it's like, it burns a little bit. But again, I'm just used to it. Um, so today is six degrees. We warmed up a little bit. <laughs> we warming up. I don't even have words for that. That's yeah. crazy. My parents live in Reno, and I just got back um, a few weeks ago. And I came back. It snowed the day before I came back, stopped snowing the day I left, and then it's been snowing since. And I was like, great. Nature knew that Jasmine is not up for this task. <laughs> like, Wait, it snowed in Reno? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, and it was crazy. So they moved out there like in 2022, but the like second half, so they missed the winter. And so the winter 2022 to 2023 winter, they got the most snow that they've had in like 10 plus years. Really? And I was there and I don't. (laughs) I was there for it. (laughs) I don't even know what was happening. There was snow everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, it's so cold. And I'm somebody who runs hot very easily. So okay. to be in snow 
is like mm-hmm. mind boggling to me. Okay. Like, I can't. You're like, what is this? What is happening? I'm supposed to be hot and I'm not. <laughs> and I don't I'm like that for me. <laughs> freezing. <laughs> right. Like you said, my lungs hurt. I feel like I'm breathing extra hard mm-hmm. like, for no good reason either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Um, getting extra oxygen or something in here. No, there's no benefit to right. being this cold and me breathing this hard. I didn't know it um, snowed in Reno. Yeah, it's apparently like not really a thing. <laughs> okay. Um, and cool. then, or like not very much or not. And they also live like outside of downtown so it's like on almost they're like five minutes or five miles from california border oh so they are closer to like the more mountainy areas okay that will get more snow than like downtown reno but even last year downtown reno was like slammed there's snow everywhere Wow. and again i was like why am i here (laughs) i gotta go yeah (laughs) I love you, mama, but I gotta go. I know it was it was a crazy experience. Like, and it was my first time really experiencing snow, like snow where I'm at. Um, I'm good. I've done it. <laughs> you don't I'm need good. to do it again. <laughs> Does it not snow where you live? No, I'm in the Bay Area. Oh, you're in the Bay Area. Okay. Yes. So you're like, yeah, no. no, I don't know that life. I don't do that life. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No. And I'm not one of those Bay Area people who go like up to Reno and Tahoe on a normal basis. I would not be up there if my parents hadn't moved to this crazy land. Uh-huh. So I'm not a snow person. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but you know, so that just means I'm going to come visit you in like springtime because I'm also yeah. a hot person. And I feel like, do you guys get hot there? Yes. The thing with our summers, sometimes they could be a little humid, but we are landlocked which is weird, but um, they can be pretty dry. You know, we get a lot of um, fires. We also catch a lot of the residual smoke. If California has wildfires, Mm -hmm. um, it can be really dry here um, and really hot. Actually, last summer was extremely hot. Um, Yeah, but, you know, although I don't hate, I don't like that. I I, I hate it a lot for, you know, uh, me, you, us, the world. Um, It's the devil I know. Because that sounds a lot like, you know, California, like it gets really dry heat mm-hmm. um, and then you have the fires and all that. So at least mm-hmm. I understand I've been there before. <laughs> the snow was wild yeah. for the first time. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I don't know how we got on topic of weather. I don't know. <laughs> but we just I do remember asking why you decided not to smoke at 18 like did you have a bad experience is that what it was oh yes that's what i was saying (laughs) we were talking about that i'm like yes back to there um i made a declaration in high school i remember i used to look at there was this area in Georgia where we would all kick it as seniors or people would just kick it there but anyway um i remember saying like i'm never gonna smoke i'm never gonna drink that is so gross like really turn my nose up and really just like uh and before you know it, I was like, so pass that. Let me hit that. <laughs> let me get that. And also, let me get a shot of, you know. So it's like, you have to be careful of the things that you say. I would never do this. I'm never like, don't be super judgmental and making the, you know, those type of declarations. But I didn't like it. I had smoked with um my homeboy. He had some sort, I don't remember, but I feel like it was a hitter type thing where he packed the weed and it wasn't a joint or a blunt or anything. And I just didn't like the taste or feeling and smoking in general. 
Um, so yeah, it wasn't for me at that time. And then a few years later, you're like, look here now. Yes. Is anxiety is anxiety-ing. It is. And we need to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny? A couple, I don't date anymore. I've been single. It'll be six years in August. Like I just not for me anymore. But the I there was a guy I dated and him and his roommate used to smoke all the time too. And I made a declaration then when I was with him. So I would smoke with them sometimes. But I was just like, how do you guys smoke in the morning? Like wake and bake. Like that is so, you know, like uh and he used to talk about me like, come mm-hmm. down, like girl. <laughs> come down. This <laughs> And then before you know it, when I started working in the industry and when I was working and having those problems there, this is after him and I had separated um, first thing in the morning. Okay. I was up at like 6 a.m. with the, and grand, uh, granddaddy purple is my like top favorite strain. So that's why I used to smoke in the morning. Like first thing I had my ashtray in my bathroom, TMI, but on the toilet, we all do it sometimes. That's how I do it. I'm just going to put my business out there. Right. But yes, I started waking bake and waking and baking and it was like maybe you shouldn't say things and just like try it and not judge people and let people do their thing and whatever works for them and if it's not for you that's cool but you don't have to make a whole speech and thing about it so yes I wake and bake is like literally my favorite thing in the world right Um, I love coffee and cannabis it makes me so happy inside and I get so much fucking work done Right yes, here. ma'am. Yes, Extra ma'am. Strong. Cannabis. Period. <laughs> Period. Yes, I love that. I don't and it's so that. funny because there are things. I'm trying to decide if I want to say this or not. So <laughs> that reminded me, this really may be TMI. And it's fine. I'll tell you. Um, yes. In high school, I remember making a declaration i would never masturbate because i got a man so i don't have to do it myself Mm -hmm. and being very stuck on that Mm -hmm. and here i am at 35 like girl listen look i know me better than anybody (laughs) i know this body i live in this body okay (laughs) and i remember it's so funny when you said that that's exactly what it meant i was like i did that too yeah i did that too like these outlandish declarations especially when you're young and you yes. know nothing. Yes, you nothing know about nothing. Her. And you're like, I would never, yeah, ma'am, yeah. over here, nevering, <laughs> nevering, nevering, and nevering. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. because yes, like you said, ten years, ten years single by choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know, are you yeah. happy? Let me ask you real quick. This is by choice. Are you happy with like your decision? Because I've been wanting to talk about this more on my personal Instagram and things like. Just about, I feel like there's a shift right now, especially with the younger girls who are just like, I don't want kids. I don't want a partner. I want to live my life and go see the world. Not for me, but I wasn't sure. Like, is that something you're. I wouldn't say, I would say I'm actually at this point more. Let's see what's out there. Let's see okay. if you can make a partner work. Cause I've been single for so long and again, by choice, but more by choice because I was avoiding dealing with things. Okay. Like I, I was avoiding trauma and dealing with those traumas. Mm-hmm. And so I chose to just shut down. Um, and so now I it's more, it is something I want, but also know that I will be okay if I don't get it. Okay. Like that's not, 
going to define me as a person, as a woman, as mm-hmm. a successful human being. Mm-hmm. Would I love to have a partner to go through life with? Would I love to have kids? Yes. Okay. But if it doesn't happen, we're going to be okay. We'll be all right. Yeah. We're going to okay. be okay. Because I'm also not going to settle. And just that's to have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to settle and just to have those things. And I think um, that's kind of what got me into the place of the shutting down in the first place was just settling and then going through all these very traumatic relationships for, because I wasn't, I, I knew this wasn't good enough for me. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, okay, well, let's at least go out of the dark space, but we still can keep that mindset of we're not settling anymore. Right. Yeah. What about you? I think that went a little bit left, but what about you? <laughs> I am actually happy. So, okay. So when I was younger in high school, I had said by 25, I'm going to be married. I'm going to be finished with college and I'm going to have a house and some dogs, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. realizing that might not happen. And that may not be realistic and that may not be the life for you. And then my last boyfriend that I dated, we, I wanted kids with him. We talked about how we were going to have children and all of that. And then after we broke up, I had some time to be single. I was in therapy. Um, There was a lot going on too, because since I I was working in the cannabis industry at the time as well during the pandemic, um, mentally I had a lot going on, just being an essential employee and having to go to work every day, not having that time to like quarantine just be by myself. So while I was by myself not working, I had just decided like, I actually don't want to date and I don't want children at all. Um, And I call it my CCW. And it's commitment, compromise, and work. And mm-hmm. so for me, those are three things that are going to go into having a relationship or children. Like I'm going to have to commit. I'm going to have to make certain compromises. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's going to be work that has to go, that has to get put in to make this relationship work or work to raise children. I don't want to do those three things. So I've decided that those the children in a partner just not for me um I'm in a like my mom was like I'm happy that you made that decision because I'm like selfish but happy about the decision because I just don't want to share there are things I just I don't want to do and a lot of my friends had children and I watched them um some of them were single mothers unfortunately and because relationships just ended in a terrible way and I just was on the outside looking in like I don't think and it's not guaranteed that that would happen to me. It was just a fear of mine. Um, unfortunately, I also, my mom was a young mother. She was a single mother and I watched, you know, just growing up with her, it was a lot. And I just like, I don't want this for me. So I'm actually really happy with my decision. Uh, there are moments and times to be honest, where I do get sad and lonely. Like this is a period, um, where I'm going through that, but still at the end of the day, it's like, do you want to settle and compromise just to have a partner not be lonely? Or are there other things you can do to fill that void or whatever it is you're looking for? Cause you really don't want a partner. Like you may be lonely, but you, let's be real, Christina, you don't want that. And so I am happy with that. I have a nephew um, who just turned two. So I call him my baby. And that's, and that will be my way of like, you know, having that bit of motherhood, auntiehood, um, but yeah, I'm good. I love that. I love that you took the time to really figure out what you want. Mm-hmm. And like, are these things 
I recognize that these things are required in these type of relationships. And is this something I'm willing to do? And mm-hmm. if it's not, I'm going to tell you it's not and, and stand in it. And I love that so much from you. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of when I was younger and I am the only, I was the only one. Well, no, not really. My best friend had kids, but I did it. And we were very close. And so people were like, oh, when are you going to have kids? And we were younger. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, and this, again, is nothing against young mothers, single mothers, anything like that. I knew I was too selfish. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew that I was too selfish at that young of an age to put somebody else's wants and needs first. Yes. And so I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good with being auntie. Like you said, I'm good mm-hmm. with being auntie because I can give these ones back. <laughs> like you want home at the end of the day. You yeah. want home. <laughs> and um, so I definitely fully a thousand percent understand that for me, it has evolved a little bit. Like I said, I've, as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. but I do a thousand percent understand that feeling because it is, it's all you are. It's a wonderful gift to be a parent. Um, but you are giving up a lot of things mm-hmm. to be that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that is not worth it to some people, but to some other people, it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly okay too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I agree with you that I, I've noticed a surge or I, maybe it's not a surge, but like women saying like, you know, I don't want to have kids. I don't want, like, I want to worry about me mm-hmm. and they get called selfish and who are these new age generation women and all these mm-hmm. things. And I'm like, but I've also seen things where people, where they're the, I think statistically our generation millennials are the mm-hmm. first generation that didn't need a man in the house to survive. Mm-hmm you know, because now we can vote and now we can work for ourselves and now we can support ourselves and now we mm-hmm. can find rose bullets and fuck ourselves. Like we really don't need y'all niggas. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think that we're right on that, like that other side of the line where people are realizing that or women are realizing that men too, because that's why they so mad. Right. That's why they so mad about an independent woman. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> Hate it. But, um, and I think, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think the ability for choice is, um, probably one of the most, uh, fundamental things for any human. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when we have to fight over reproductive rights, just to be kept alive ourselves, Mm -hmm. like why, why would I, why would I, you know, there, I fully understand the, why would I want to have a kid when I could die Mm -hmm. because y'all are more worried about the kid and I get it. It's a child, but what about me too? And the black, especially as black women. women. (laughs) Mm -mm. So I, I fully like that. Even that, like you said, there's, there's things you have to worry about or think about in terms of, you know, your your life and you know how your lifestyle is and things like that but also your actual life like my i could be life. giving up my literal life mm-hmm. and um for some people that that chance is not that risk is not worth the the 
reward. And for others, that may sound really callous, but you know what? This is bluntly fucking black girls, and we're going to be real about shit on here. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's this is it. just space for that. Yes. Yes, yes ma'am. So I love that for you. And, um, yeah. and I also appreciate your bluntness. Your bluntly black girlness, because <laughs> I feel like it's still a pretty taboo topic, mm-hmm. and especially for a woman to be like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't. I don't. That's not what I want." Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that you are very vocal and blunt about who you are and what you want. Yes, you know, and you know and go so- get it, girl. You well, you go and get it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah. I'll be 40 this year and lies. Yeah. Lies right now. 40 in October. I knew you were younger than me. <laughs> How old are you? You said 36? 34. 34. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't you give me that extra two minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I knew. I mean, I've still figured you were in your 30s, but I just knew you were younger than me. Oh my <laughs> God, Black Don't Crack. Listen, Black Don't Crack, baby. Man. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And so you're so you said you'll be 40 this year? Yes, in October. Yeah. So yeah. every I remember when I was turning or about to turn 30, like the year, two years before 30, mm-hmm. I was freaking out a little bit mm-hmm. about thir- turning 30. And mm-hmm. everyone that I talked to who was in their 40s, there's like, girl, the 40s are it. Fuck the 30s. The The 40s are in. It was so ugly for me. I'm like, my God, let this be the last year of this bullshit. (laughs) I'm tired. I know, like, you're like, oh, black don't crack. But let me tell you, I'm tired up under here. I got a little bit of my own. But yes, um, I'm looking forward to it. I've heard that also. Like, the 30s are just rough. And it's more, like, from what I was told, it's more about finding yourself and finding your voice and and all those things. And in your 40s, you have that. So you really don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. And you're just doing you. And that's just a beautiful place to be. I'm getting there. I'm like, oh, so I can make my own decisions, not really care, and not feel that immense amount of peer pressure. Even in my 30s, I still feel pressure. Like, I... Get I used to get asked all the time about being in a relationship or kids or anything like that. And it's like, no, I don't want that. Like, I think about simple things. When I get up in the morning, I want to turn on my Bluetooth speaker, light a joint loud, turn my music up loud. I don't want a partner in the bed to where I have to be conscious of them sleep and I got to turn the music down and have my little jam session quiet or my baby sleep. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And that's just where I'm at. I don't care how you feel. Or society is like, well, you're you're gonna be forty, you know, the time your, your clock is ticking. Especially when you start getting older, it's like, I know that, and I'm looking forward to it. Ain't no baby, baby coming out this cooch, okay? So don't yeah, ask no I'm more. Watching the clock, okay? And it's moving in the right direction. It is, like, and I'm, right? And I'm moving yes. in the right direction for my personal life. Don't worry about what's going on here. If I really wanted kids, I would have them. Don't don't think that I can't like. And it, I, I know there are situations for some women who are not able to have children or it's harder for them to conceive, but like, that's not an issue over here. People get so sometimes so worried or caught up in what you're doing or what you're doing with your body or not doing it, especially as a woman and as a black woman, it's just like, oh, we sometimes at church, uh, when the church I used to go to, you know, it was pressure from there and like, so, and it's like, mm-mm, I'm, I, 
Praise the Lord. I'm here for church. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Yeah. Hallelujah, I'm sister. Here for, for, for that man, not and amen. And me and right, and me and that man up here have a, a good relationship. He yeah. he even talked about it. That's mm-hmm. all that I need to worry about. So I've just been like, it feels good. It yeah. just simply does. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that so much for you, and mm-hmm. and how confident you are, and it is really inspiring. Very inspiring. Yeah. Um. So. I could just talk to you like all day. <laughs> like, just, I don't even know where just that chatting. came from. Yeah, I don't even know where that came from. Um, but I always want to check in on my guests. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we check in on ourselves, our sisters enough. So mm-hmm. a quick temp check. How has your week been? How's your mental health doing? Um, so not to be long winded, but it's been rough to be honest. So I'm in an IOP program, which is intensive outpatient. So I go to group therapy three nights a week. I have weekly individual sessions because I'm dealing with some trauma and some things going on in my life. So it's been rough processing. Like we do a process topic or a group session during each um, nightly meeting. And there's a lot I've had to process during group. Um, I also have a regular therapist and a psychiatrist. I'm actually going to be talking about that more about all the different therapies that I have going on in my life. And I just think it's needed. Like everyone needs therapy. It you really do. But um, I'm feeling a little bit better going into this next week, but it's been rough. It's been a bit stressful. I've, I hear that and I know that it's rough but I'm also glad that you're doing the work mm-hmm. that's and mm-hmm. and what I always try to remind myself is okay that means the up is coming right mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this right God is coming it's coming because <laughs> yeah. I mean we 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 look I'm trying mm-hmm. to be down here mm-hmm. I know that much it's better so, down here God <laughs> yeah yeah so mm-hmm. I um I pray for you to have a better week And um, to be able to process through everything that you're trying to process, you're definitely sounds like you're doing the work. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're doing the work, then you will reap. If you're doing the work, (laughs) you will reap the reward. (laughs) Oh, I had to really (laughs) concentrate on that one. Really back in. (laughs) Yes, because I felt like my tongue was getting all in the way. Yeah, so How I hope you? Yeah, I am okay. I am working on making myself do things when I don't feel like it. Mm. Um, so I'm not in a bad place, mm-hmm. but I'm also uh working. And I feel good about the fact that I'm working. Mm-hmm. And the work that you're doing. Yeah, with it. That's like good. I'm not where I want to be, but I know that I'm putting in the effort, mm-hmm. and I would want to put in more effort. So I'm feeling maybe what's the word? Um, inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably where where I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. Inspired, like oh, okay, we got some shit to do. Now let's mm-hmm. go do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. Yeah, yeah. And also, I feel like uh, I feel like this is gonna be a really good year for me. I just like I've been saying it for the last couple of years. Like this year is gonna be the beginning and the end of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so, 
with that in mind, my mental health has actually been very good. Good. Um, That's beautiful. Right. Because I'm hopeful. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a better word, hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks. That felt that's good. good. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, we talk about hopeful. That's a word we use all the time in groups. So I'm glad that that is your word and you're leaning into it and working towards it. And so that's beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. Now execute. Execute is the word. My 2024 <laughs> year. Uh-huh. I, I try and get a word every year that I like try to embody throughout the year. And mm. execute is the one this year because I can make a plan. I could plan the shit out of everything. <laughs> but seeing it through is another thing. <laughs> oh, girl. So <laughs> <laughs> now you want me to actually do it? Ooh. I did I did my part though. I planned right. it. <laughs> right. can, can you call somebody else? I want to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this year we're gonna do that. Uh-huh. I'm gonna yeah. be the one to see it through. I, I yes. get it now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, so that's wonderful. And I always like to kind of inhale to those kind of these kind of moments. Mm-hmm. So next is a rundown of what we're each smoking. Um because mm-hmm. yeah, why not uh end a, a a temp check with trees? I, I feel like you should end everything with trees. Period. Not Start personal. with trees and with trees. Like Start a sandwich. It's like a sandwich and the bread is always the trees. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <clears throat> mm-hmm. So um go ahead and tell us what are you smoking on today? So I am smoking a pre-roll. I actually have the tube here. It's by this brand called Natty Rooms. Um, and it's ayahuasca purple. I like the name. Sometimes I will shop based off names. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm absolutely a sucker for name. And I would have bought that. I right. I absolutely would have bought that. I don't care what it is. Give it to me. It's purple in the name. I've never had, I, I never done the ayahuasca thing, but I was like, that sounds interesting. Let's try. Purple is my favorite color. Ayahuasca. Never <laughs> tried. Also never tried it, uh-huh. but probably wouldn't be uh, adverse to it. As long as I'm with the right people, you know, people know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But if I can get it in my trees, then I know how to do that. I know how to do that by myself. Yeah, yeah I would absolutely bought that. Yes, that's what I'm smoking on. And I bought um, the dispensary I shop at. Well, I have a couple di- uh, shops that I go to. But the one I went to yesterday, because it was so cold, they have a drive through And that's why I went there, because I didn't feel like getting out the car. And so I was like, boom, I'm going to place an order online. You can order online. And I've seen all the joints. They're $3. Mm her joint for a one gram. And I was like, I'm gonna pull up a drive-thru. I don't have to get out my car. It's negative two degrees out here. Yes. So I went there yesterday and got me some pre-rolls. That's crazy. So Mm -hmm. let me ask you a question. Um, In Colorado, do you guys go based off of terpenes or sativa indica or like, what is your like rules around that type of information on the packaging? Um, so this is an indica. They do put the terpenes. There's no, I don't believe there's any kind of uh, rules on that. They put the CBD and THC percentage, uh, percentages. I haven't worked in the industry. It's been a couple years. So I know that things change constantly, especially in the space. The MED are, uh, will come in and change certain rules or things, um, that are no longer prohibited, but yeah, they will put the thing, uh, 
terpenes on there. If you're buying like loose flour, depending on the dispensary that you're you're at, they do have them labeled by strain type. So you at least know what you're getting indica sativa. Um, they also put the percentages. I don't, I used to shop by indica and sativa when I first started in the industry. And then I started to understand more about the terpenes percentages. I don't even get caught up in. They do list them, but I don't get caught up in that. Cause I've smoked some good trees that were low and I was good. You know, um, you just got to find what works best for your body, but yeah, there's, I don't think there's any rules on that. Yeah. Cause I know, um, when I'm in Nevada, when I'm in Reno with my parents, they have to have the terpenes, the top three terpenes on every thing you buy. Oh, okay. And, um, in California, they don't do that. And I feel like I've gotten so spoiled being in Nevada because like you said, I've now that I know what terpenes are and I've like done the research and I've seen how they affect me, I'm, I feel like I get such better highs when I base it off of terpenes than when I base it off of just a Tiva Indica hybrid. Mm-hmm. And then I come back to California and I'm like, well, shit, mm-hmm. y'all ain't telling me shit. <laughs> what is so, this? Yeah. So we right back to let's, okay, we just going to see how I feel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really, California, get on it. Do mm-hmm. terpenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I want to know. I will say that they are starting to do more like the feeling that you're going to get. Okay. So maybe not the terpenes, but like this one. So I have, I was smoking earlier, uh, Lucky Charms from Coastal Sun. It's a pre-roll. And Coastal Sun is one of my absolute favorite brands because they got good shit for cheap prices. And I mean, you cannot beat that. And I went to their farm and they were just the nicest people. Yeah, just very lovely. (laughs) Um. And so, like, this is Lucky Charms, mm-hmm. and it says uplifted and satiated. Okay. Um, and so it doesn't actually say, and then it'll have, like, a little bar that says Indica, Sativa, and it'll have a little button, which one it's closer to. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so they give, they'll, they'll have ones that give more of the feeling that you're going to get. So I guess that's cool. Okay. But I still like my terpenes. Right. Yeah. Here, it just depends on the dispensary that you're shopping at. I've been to different dispensaries and things are just labeled, packaged differently. It's not really a rules thing. I was going to ask, though, on your recreational out there, are the taxes higher than medical on that? Mm. Is there a difference? To be honest with you, I have no idea because... I'm not a medical patient and I don't know any medical patients anymore. I want to say probably, uh, probably is the recreational probably is tax higher because I know they can also buy more in a day. Um, In rec? Uh, no, um, medical. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, cause I think rec, you can buy like, honestly, I have no idea. Like I'm sitting here trying to think of numbers. I don't know. (laughs) I don't really know. I put stuff in my cart until they tell me I can't buy no more. Okay. And whatever that's around. Like yesterday I got a few. I don't know. I just got a lot of weed. (laughs) I don't know. Right. I'm not doing good at this like explanation. I know I'm doing horrible, but I just like, I don't, I know that medical patients can 
purchase more in a day than recreational patients. And I also believe that they can have more, um, like in your home grow, I think you can have more plants legally if you're a medical patient. So I'm assuming since they give them, you know, breaks that like those kind of breaks that they would also have like maybe less taxes or something similar to make it more affordable for people who are using medical. Um, but I don't know anybody who uses medical anymore because it's, you could just go, mm-hmm. you could just go every, like, you know, I don't, I don't need to buy a pound in a day. So like, I can just go buy half a pound today. And if I want more, I can go buy more tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anybody who actually um, goes to get their medical license anymore. I know people still do, but mm-hmm. not my friend. I, um, I haven't had my medical. So I had a med card a couple of years. It's been a while. And then I, the last dispensary I worked at is uh, considered an EPC dispensary, which means extended plant count. So like here, the recreational taxes are a lot higher. Um, that's the benefit of getting your medical card is that you'll pay less in taxes. Um, you're also able to buy more. So like here for recreational, your daily limit is to be an ounce. Um, and that's edibles, concentrates, and flour. So one ounce per day. <clears throat> I, think, I think that's what it might be in California, somewhere around there. Okay. And then medical, you're able to buy two ounces per day. Um, again, that's the same thing, flour, edibles, concentrates, but then EPC patients are able to buy a pound. Um, so that dispensary, the last dispensary that I worked at, when you have like a medical site like that, you do have to have them separated in different rooms. Um, and it's 18 and up for medical recreational is 21 and up, but EPC was a pound a day. It was a, it was a little overwhelming sometimes when I would have EPC patients come in. Because it, since it's such a highly regulated industry, there's different paperwork that you have to fill out. Um, of course, you don't you don't want to oversell because if you oversell, that's automatically you are losing your job, um, and it could potentially affect your badge to work in the industry. So I would get a little nervous to make sure I did not because I was a manager at that dispensary. Only managers were able to do those type of purchases because it was like maybe. Thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, cash. What do you need, like a full pound for in a day? I sold pounds. <laughs> I was selling pounds. I mean, besides resale. I mean, I'm not gonna say it, but I, I'm like, <laughs> you got the money. You're yeah, here look, to buy it. I'm gonna do not. my job. Yeah. But I do know a pound. Well, and there, you know what? There were some people though that I know that they weren't. I felt confident in knowing that they weren't because some people would come in and buy like a lot of edibles or a lot of shake to make their own edibles Mm -hmm. that were medical patients. But if you're coming in, like we had, you could buy loose flour in a jar. I would weigh it out for you in a container or you could buy prepackaged prepackaged. Um, they come in eighths, quarters and ounces in containers. So you could buy a one ounce container of one strain. So you could have like one, uh, so somebody would come in and buy 16 ounces of different strains and then make sure they're labeled properly. You take the right amount of cash. You don't mess any of that up. They're watching you heavily on camera and it's like, whew, all right, done. Who's the next one? But That's it was crazy. a lot. For me, some people it was pretty easy for it, but I was just getting nervous about losing my job all the time. Right. I just didn't want to fuck up the money. Even I when I was doing this responsibility. 
period. I'm like, I don't want to lose my job. And then people get to talking to you. It gets distracting. It's loud in the dispensary. And I'm like, okay, let me focus on my transaction. And it was pretty much any transaction. I just did not want to mess up and mess up my job and, you know, my opportunity of working in the space. So that's crazy. Yeah. So we lighten up. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm still sitting here like, what are we good? What are you doing with the pound? A pound. I have questions and a you day. Know, some of the people who had would come in and buy a pound, they lived in Colorado part time or would be traveling a lot because I got to know a lot of them and would talk to them. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Nice I, see. I, I see what you're doing. I see what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, <laughs> so, wait. So, okay. So, that's what I had. The Lucky Charms was what I had before. So, I also have frozen lemons and it says dreamy and joyous and it's a hybrid because. I only have like a few more hits of the no lucky charms. Okay. But I'm gonna finish that because it it it's produced this conversation and I'm very happy with it. So we gonna <laughs> I'm gonna finish that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We don't let it go to waste. No. no. Right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and light it on up. Yeah, my lungs don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not doing that. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm like, I w- catch it all in. <laughs> I wish I could do <coughs> tricks, but you see, I can't even breathe regular. <laughs> I saw so, the video you posted on your story, and you were like, you were hitting. I think I really you're fine. Yes, I really yes. tried. You were like, I'm trying. <laughs> I really tried, and then my lungs were like, No, get it out, stop. Yeah, so I was like, like All right. This is longer than normal. Right? Uh, Progress. Baby steps. (laughs) We build them up. (laughs) Yeah. Build up our lung game. So have you worked in the industry out there? No. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to work in retail. (laughs) I did think about it for a while, especially when I was first starting the uh, podcast. Like just to get, you know, make contacts, learn the ins and outs and stuff like that. And I was like, you hated working retail. I don't care if it is about cannabis. I don't want to talk to people that much in a day. Like I please don't, don't ask me no questions. S- please don't talk no. to me. Please, God. And then like you have people who don't listen. Like that's why it's so great that I work from home now because mm-hmm. my face is ridiculous. It's uncontrollable. uncontrollable. Like, I can't hide it. You're gonna see Nothing. it. <laughs> You're gonna see the so, irritation. I've finally grown. <laughs> to the point in my life where I don't actually say that's a dumbass question. <laughs> but, I keep it in, but my face is in it. Yeah, my face. <laughs> and you know, I have been working on it for quite a while, and I, I just honestly think she ain't got time. <laughs> like she, she ain't got time to be like dealing with the dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And so I just prefer to work where I don't have to talk to people on a regular basis. Like even like my job now, I email, even phones because tone is also a problem. (laughs) So you may not have to see my face. If you could hear my tone that says, so why are you asking me this dumbass question? So now I do email. I've gotten in trouble. I will tell you that I've worked a lot of retail. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like I'm, I've been in retail for a long time and I've also worked in medical. Like I've had a lot of jobs. I'm a 
I used to be a big job hopper. Like this ain't it. Gotta go. Bye. Let me make sure I find another job before I dip and I'm out. But, um, I am the same way. Like I worked at one job. My manager told my mom that your daughter, she said, your daughter has bitch eyebrows. What the fuck are bitch eyebrows? Girl, what is you talking about? Why would you tell somebody's mama that? But so she was I would saying- not have only lost my job. I would have went to jail. So let me tell you something. And I feel, I used to feel ashamed or like bad for myself or whatever, because I would be put in situations like that. I have a mouth and had attitude, but when I was at work, something, sometimes there would be things that would be said that were out of line, such as bitch eyebrows. And I wouldn't say anything because I would one be in shock sometimes like what I wouldn't know how to respond so I also have to like process things and let it suit me and then I'm like then I get home I'm like well, what the what this hold on you know what I'm saying so and that's what I wonder which is because I'm the exact opposite I'm okay. gonna I go off like mm-hmm. I go blackout off like mm-hmm. I I've cussed out many a manager <laughs> like okay. many a manager And so I'm like, which is worse, cussing out the manager or just like being so shocked that you can't even respond? Mm -hmm. Because I have not found the middle. (laughs) I'm trying to find the middle ground, but I'm not there yet. You are not. not The the middle for me now is to be quiet and walk away. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Middle ground. Just let me walk away and not say anything and Maybe right, I'll because my face is going to tell you that you've pissed me off. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and just regroup and we're mm-hmm. going to have to talk about this later. Cause we will talk about this. We're addressing we're gonna this. Talk about this later when right. I will say, well, I will not say something that will cost me to lose my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just, I was going to say though, like at that job, I had that issue, but I've been in trouble at many a jobs because the tone of my voice, my issue though, is that like, I've worked in a lot of call centers, taking back-to-back calls, and I'm always getting talked to about my monotone voice. When I, like, I can be animated here and talking when I'm not at work, but when I get to work, it's very much like, thank you for calling. This is Christina. How may I help you? Great. Can I have your number, please? Okay. Is there anything else I can help you with? Thanks for calling. Have a good day. And it's just like, it's because I hate this job and I don't want to be here. I was going to say, make my own. <laughs> yes, yes. I just don't want to be here. You want me to sound happier? Mm-hmm. You want me to sound happier? Make me mm-hmm. happier. Do Pay something to make me happy. Pay me to sound happier. And I bet you I can get my voice higher. But um, I also feel like my voice sometimes is a little bit deeper. It can sound deeper. So I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, when I worked in the dispensaries, I was not like that. I would have... I would get irritated by people, but the shops that I worked at were in my neighborhood. So either I knew the people or um, they would just, they were regular. So we built like a rapport and a relationship. And so when they would come in, I would know what they want or we'd just be catching up. A lot of my customers were fun though. Like it's just, it's a different type of retail. I mean, we're in here selling you know, cannabis and edibles and topicals and things like that. The last shop I worked at had um, tinctures for dogs and animals. So people will come in and buy their cat or dog there. And it was coming different flavors. It was chicken and salmon uh, flavors. So I'm like, what flavor are we doing this week? Does she want salmon? <laughs> Did she like that? That's so cute. Okay, cool. 
<laughs> you know, so that would make it fun. Um, but some of the dispensaries though have, what is it called? Like a ATP or something. People who work retail know exactly what I'm talking about. It's an acronym, but basically they want you to sell a certain dollar amount per transaction and they want you to sell. So you're look, they're looking at your numbers um, when you're having your like one-on-one. So basically they would want that number to be, especially in the cannabis space, they would want it to be a little bit higher. Um, like per transaction, they'd want you to sell at least 50 to $70 per transaction. But that's just not realistic because some people are just coming in here for a pre-roll. Some people are coming in here for an eighth or their edible that they know that works and they don't want to try anything else. Like once people know what they like, they they like it and that's what they're coming to get. They're not really, op- everyone's not open to trying new things. You know what I'm saying? So like I worked at Aveda, that was the same thing. Like we want you to sell more shampoos. We want you to sell more. It's like baby girl likes her conditioner. She comes here all the time. And then also it makes you feel uncomfortable because I don't like pressuring people into buying shit that they don't want because I don't like people doing that to me so it's hard for me to do it to others so that's what made it hard um is trying to upsell Mm -hmm. and then managers would be standing by listening to you like so um let's talk about your last transaction there were some er some areas of opportunities there and so let's let's just run through and do a little role play girl I don't want to do no role play I know what happened (laughs) you know so anyway and it might not be, but to me, it just feels like, and that's probably another reason why I got out of retail, just felt like everything I was doing was being watched. I felt like I was micromanaged all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm very much an independent worker. Like, tell me what you need done, and then I'm going to go do it, and I'll come back if I have questions. Like, I'll find you if I Don't have questions. Me. Like, <laughs> Don't, Don't find me. Don't find me. looking for me. Like, right. At this point, you don't even know me until this project is done. Like, don't like, say oh, my hey, name. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. you don't see me. Mm-hmm. And I know that is like unrealistic, especially in a retail space. But I was like, that's what makes me know that retail is not for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Was, yeah, because <laughs> I don't, I just don't do well with being told what to do on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I want to do what I want to do. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, not for me. Not for me. I want right. to do what I want to do. So, um, I'm wanting, I want to get to where you're at is not being on the phones where I work remote now, which I absolutely love. I had to leave the dispensary that I was at November of 2020, middle of the pandemic, because I got COVID. Um, and it hit me hard and I unfortunately was not able to return to work because of my health. So I had to find something that would allow me to be home, which is fine, but I'm on the phones and it's like, I, I don't want to talk to people anymore. It's very, irritating to my soul and my spirit and I don't want that for me (laughs) girl when I applied for this job that was one of the I told her I was like the one of the main reasons I want to work here is because everything is email and I don't Mm -hmm. have to talk on the phone I sound great through email I sound so amazing through email oh Oh, my god I'm so nice I am a little baby angel cherub like it is the most lady (laughs) But I, and then it was funny because I've been at my job for four, it'll be four years, the end of this year. So I guess okay. it's three years. Um, and last year, like in the, like November-ish, October, November-ish, they were talking about switching over to phones, a hundred percent phones. No. And so, and mind you, I was kind of already, 
already on thin ice with my boss because again, yeah. the thing with the managers and being told <laughs> to do, I do not do well with it. So she was already tired of my mouth. <laughs> and so I was like, well, if y'all want to, but I'm gonna let you know now. It's it's not gonna You don't want me on the phone. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, like I'll do what you tell me to do because you sign my paychecks. That's so, it. That's where right. I be at. Like I need right. this. I need this insurance. All right, man. Right. But I'm forewarning you. <laughs> this is not where I shine. And it's right. not because I don't try. Right. Like I I I am a perfectionist, so I by nature give a thousand percent in everything I do. Right. But it just don't work out well. Mm-hmm. Like it just mm-hmm. I still get called into office. Well, let's talk about your tone on the last call. Well, look here, he shouldn't have said no stupid shit like he said. Mm-hmm. And then we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. I, or, I like you said, you don't sound enthused because I'm not. I don't. What do you want from me? Do you do you want to get my paycheck and try to survive off of that? Did you want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. It's interesting. (laughs) They canceled that plan. I was like, yeah, because this is the dumbest thing I ever heard. And I said, see, you see that right there? What I just said, that's exactly why you don't want me on the phone. This is what I'm talking about. No filter. (laughs) What I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny. Let's do our high blessings. Although I feel like this has been a very highly blessed conversation. It has been. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry if I'm moving around a lot. I get a little fidgety sometimes. Oh, no. So you see, I have hands everywhere. Right? Yeah. And they need to move. My mom tells me all the time. I have a tendency to bounce my leg a lot, especially um, when I haven't moved in a while. Mm -hmm. It drives my mom crazy. Stop. Right. And I'm like, I can't. I I need to move, woman. I don't. It just things are not going to be good for me. Right. This whole environment, this whole space is going to get weird. (laughs) She's like, especially like when we're in the car, she's like, you're shaking the whole car. It's not not, but I need to move. I can't can't just get up and walk around. Me in the car. Yeah. I don't know what you want. (laughs) We in the car, mom. So, um, yeah. Okay. So high blessings. You want to do yours first or you want to do me, mine do? You want me to do mine first? You go first. Christ. Okay. <laughs> that was rough getting that out. So my high blessing uh, and affirmation is I hear and follow God's direction for me. I feel like lately I've been really trying to focus on being led um, in my path, in my passion and where things are going. Like I said, 2024 i know everybody says this but whatever i don't care how cool you saying it right i'm gonna make big shit happen this year like i've been saying it for the last two years that that 2024 is gonna be my year like this is the year to get everything going mm-hmm. and um so i've been really focusing on being led in that like what that direction looks like mm-hmm. um because i would i want a complete shift for 2025 right so mm-hmm. this is the year to get everything in place, get everything prosperous so that I can be ready for that huge shift in 2025. And I know the only way I'm going to get there is by following his direction. Right. That's it. So, right. And so that's, that's my affirmation. I hear and I follow God's 
direction for me. Because I know, oh. I, I know, I feel in my bones <laughs> where he got me going. That's oh, where baby. me. It's oh, me. baby. I, I haven't even fathomed. <laughs> like, I don't even know what it looks like, but I know uh-huh. it's going to be 10 times greater than what I could even picture in my head. And so I'm so excited about it. Right. So I just need to keep on that path. Okay. That's yeah. cool. I like yeah. that. I actually, funny you say that um, when <laughs> I am praying or meditating, I am always asking God to just um, guide my path, be a light unto my path and lead the way. Because I've clearly what I've been doing, like for me, I've lived a lot of my life in a lot of shame and procrastination and fear of moving forward or fear of failure and people seeing me trying and not making it through. Also, for me, I have a a bit of fear of success because I just don't know what that really looks like for me. Like I haven't really tried to seek it and believe that it was something that I could have in my life. And so... It's like clearly what I've been doing in my way ain't the way. And it's just not working. So you lead the way. Let me just, even like in the simplest of things when I'm driving and it's like, you should turn here. I'm going to go ahead and just turn here. Yeah. Okay. So like you're home. You know, you know, <laughs> this the way, because you said this the way. And so I'm going to go that way, like on anything. And so that is it. That's really it for this year. Um, mm-hmm. to, like you said, to guide you into 2025 and really take things to that next level for you. Mm-hmm. So it's going to happen. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, and then what is your high blessing, my dear? So mine is um, I freely, freely give myself grace and self-compassion. Um, Grace and self-compassion are two skills. They really are skills that I'm like learning in my IOP program. Um, at the end of our sessions, our therapist who leads the group always self always says and closes out our sessions with, remember to always, through this process, remember to always give yourself grace and self-compassion. And I just would listen like, okay. And then as we would have our individual sessions and then the group sessions, when we give a process topic, so you basically... If you have something that you need to talk about, you could tell everyone. And then it's the group's time to give you feedback. And she will ask, like, do you, what do you need right now? Do you want advice or were you just wanting to vent? Because sometimes you just need to get some stuff off your chest. And a lot of times I'm always asking for advice because I want to hear what other people have to say and how they would process the situation that I'm possibly going through. And they're always reminding me, like everyone in the group, it's a small group, like maybe 10 people, but like. I hear that you're not giving yourself some grace. Like you're really beating yourself up. Like we are really hard on ourselves. I feel like black women can be really hard on ourselves because there's such, there's so much pressure. Also firstborn firstborn girls, I am firstborn. I'm the oldest. And so it's like, I have always felt this pressure on me to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, don't even do it because I just don't want to see what that imperfection or a trying looks like. I'm like, it's not perfect. So I'm not putting it out. Like even with my social media presence and stuff, there's so much work that I've done behind the scenes that I have not put out. Cause I'm just like, I don't see it as perfect. Um, but giving myself grace as I'm working through, I'm like, let me wrap it up, start rambling, but giving myself I love everything you're saying right now, <laughs> grace, thank you through, um, this process would really help me giving myself some self-compassion. Like, would you talk to your friend the way that you're talking to yourself? Or would you show her some love? Give her some grace. Like if your friend came to you right now with this same situation, you would say, girl, like 
you're an amazing person. Like you're great. Like I don't like the way you're like, I wouldn't want to hear my friend talking to me the way that I talk to myself about herself. Uh, that was kind of mixed up, no. but you get it. But um, yeah, grace and self-compassion is just super important. I love yeah. all that. And I really, I've, cause didn't you say your favorite color is purple too? Yes. Yeah. Mine's purple and red are my two favorite colors. Yes. I know. I seen you. Now. <laughs> I, know. I really feel like we are like twin flames right now or something. Mm-hmm. Everything you just said, I swear, like brought a little bit of tears to my eye because yeah, that's uh, what I preach to myself all the time. I am my biggest critic. I am, I am the hardest person on myself. And it's so crazy because I'm the person people come to when they're being hard on themselves and I can talk Mm -hmm. them up. I can big them up and like, Mm -hmm. you know, be like, who are you? Don't be talking about my friend like that. Like, who are you? Uh And then when it comes to me, I'm like, you're dumb. You're stupid. Why'd you do this? And so hearing you say all those things, one, it really was a reminder. Like it felt like me talking to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And two, I'm not the only one who goes through this. I'm not the only one who struggles with being difficult on themselves. And yeah, so mm-hmm. I love those things for you. And I, I appreciate you sharing those because it really, it felt like you were talking to me. <laughs> talking to me? Is this yeah. is this message for me? Oh my gosh. I didn't know you were coming here to talk to me like, like this today. <laughs> you said, I got some things to tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love that for you. And I hope that anytime you're not feeling that or you need, you know, what you said was just so beautiful. I want you to like replay it back to yourself whenever you're you're having those moments because mm-hmm. it, it it was like spot on. Self compassion, it the skill when you called it a skill, I was like yes, because it really is something that you have to practice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe it comes easy to other people, but it it is not. It's it not. not. It's hard. And, yeah, and so to to describe it as a skill, I think really kind of reframes the way that I think about it, and it makes it like a active thing that you have to continually do to like figure out. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't have to be a hundred. You don't you give. You give a hundred. You don't have mm-hmm. to be a hundred. Mm-hmm. So. And life be life, and life is going to get ugly at times. There's you're going to make mistakes. Like I'm not perfect at all. Um, so how can and reframe? That was what I was going to say. That's something that I'm also learning while I'm in this uh, IOP program. Is when I say something to her, in my, like my individual session, she's like, "Well, well, how can you reframe that?" And I didn't really understand how to do it for myself or certain situations. And then she started teaching me how to do it and we would talk it out. But, um, and also with grace and self-compassion, it's hard. Like you do have to continuously work on it because things are going to continuously happen as you go through this thing called life. And so as you're going through that, um, how are you going to show up for yourself? How are you going to, because you're, no one's going to save you. Like it's only you, baby. So you really got to give it to yourself. You got to be your best friend and show yourself some love, you know? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My stomach is making noises. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but I'm just like, no, no, okay. Are you hungry? And the munchies hit? The munchies? No, not the munchies. I just haven't eaten all day today, but I just was like, I'm embarrassed. But let me make note of that. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. Um, Yeah, but yeah. 
give yourself well, love. Well, I love that. And um, I think we should definitely smoke to those high blessings. Um, Let's do that. Because that felt really good. It did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, I didn't realize I had smoked this much of this joint. Yeah, I know. I think I grabbed the wrong one. Not technically <laughs> the wrong one. Can you have the wrong one? Still weed, so I still have a I have a couple of different joints floating <laughs> around in my one ashtray. I do label them when I pack them like myself. I look at them like, what was this one? Okay, let me get back to that because I did like that. <laughs> I've actually because I have so many fucking ashtrays, mm-hmm. um, I've gotten pretty good at keeping them separate. So I'll have a bunch in different ashtrays, but I know like the ones over by my bed, the ashtray by my bed, those are nighttime ones. The okay. ones that are over here by my computer, those are daytime ones. So I may sometimes I do forget which is which, but I know it's a daytime because it's over here. Right, it's yeah, in this so, general area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's at least safe to smoke now. <laughs> right, <laughs> we're not gonna go pass out. Right. So this has been so amazing. Like so, I just think a beautiful way to start off the year, and like mm-hmm. I've I, I feel very big up over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. So mm-hmm. I saw a trend on the Instagrams. Yes. And I was like, well, I like that. I think we should do that. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm so excited because I know I did not describe it very well. I'm not as eloquent sometimes <laughs> when it comes to like describing what the hell I'm talking about, but you mm-hmm. knew, you knew what I was talking about. And I want to do our 2024 ins and outs, the things that we want to bring into this year, the things that we want to leave out of this year, and um, just kind of like a really good, refreshing way to start the new year on top of like all the just amazing positive talk that we just did. Like, I'm just, you're just such a soul of positivity, like a a vessel of positivity and vibes. Thank yeah, <laughs> like I really love this first half, the whole first half. And you, I'm, I feel like when I edit this, I'm gonna be like, Yeah, this is shit. This the one I like. Yeah. This. I'm fucking yeah, with this. Yeah. <laughs> a beautiful way to start off the new year, right? Um, so, we're gonna continue that and start with our ins and outs. So, do you want to go first? We're gonna go back and forth, and then yeah, you go first because I will. Okay, you kick it off with an in and an out, and then I'll give one. Okay. Or, or how would you like to do it? My bad. I'm that's over here fine. like. <laughs> no, that's, that works for me. Sometimes okay. I, look, I told you, I, sometimes I need to hear and follow directions. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> so my first in um, is pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But wait, because this is how divinely timed all of this is. All right. Mm-hmm. Push it because I did this this morning. I'm not gonna lie about it. I did this just this morning. <laughs> My okay. just this morning. Okay. <laughs> um, and it was pushing myself outside of my comfort zone, but giving myself grace if things don't work out how I imagined. Grace. Yeah, and I and so when you said your high blessings, I was like, this alignment, alignment. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, because. Like you said, I have a I be the perfectionism in me um is very much an all or nothing perfectionism, like which I think kind of confuses people sometimes because uh when they hear perfectionism, they assume these are like 
people who are doing 50 million things and like they all have to be perfect where I'm more of like, if I don't think it's going to be perfect, I won't do anything. Mm -hmm. And so um, I heard it defined as like a lazy perfectionist once. And I was like, yes, Mm -hmm. that feels right. (laughs) Like, because I just, I, I, I have all these things I want to do, but if it's not going to turn out perfect, I'm just going to lay in bed. Mm -hmm. And so I want to push myself outside of that perfectionism comfort zone that that not doing it if it's not going to be perfect, just doing it because it needs to be done uh-huh. to get me to grow to where I want to go. And then if it doesn't work out, that's okay. You're mm-hmm. not a failure. You're not you don't have to go lay back in bed and, you know, crawl under the covers for six months and hibernate and all these things yep. like you take it as a lesson there's a lesson in everything and mm-hmm. use that to move forward and do better next time. Mm-hmm. So that's my first in putting myself outside my comfort zone, but giving myself grace. If things don't work out, I feel like that just, it just, cause we're only going to do three here, uh, okay. three of each. And I was like, I know it's a two parter, but I gotta, you can't have the first part without the other. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my out vaping. I gotta stop it. My lungs can't handle this. Okay, they're not made for this. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that vaping. Okay, so I know I, it... I didn't want to put it on here, but I did. <laughs> I, I did <laughs> because yeah. I said no. You hold. You stand in this truth. You don't. You you show your shame right now. Yeah, you don't no want to put it on there because yeah, you're no ashamed, <laughs> and that's why it needs to go on there. Right. So now all right. the people know. And so now you guys have to hold me responsible. Shame me. This one I'm Shame giving. Me. I, yes. I'm giving slide up in my DMs. If you see me on Instagram vaping, slide up in my DMs with the thumbs and get to typing away. Shame. Shame <laughs> is the only way this is gonna work, people. I need your help. <laughs> right. I really I was like, no, I don't want to say that. No, mm-hmm. I don't want to tell the people that. I was like, mm-hmm. that's exactly why you have to. Because okay. yeah. We're so is it because of, of your lungs you don't like the taste or you what is the Oh no, I love the taste. Actually, I don't even know where my pen is right now. That's a problem. Okay. But, um I love the taste and the taste is actually what really I, obviously the nicotine is an addiction, so that's what what but the flavors are what I like. Mm-hmm. Like cuz I still smoke trees. I'll have my 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 vape tree vape pen in my hand next to my nicotine vape pen. Okay. And so it's the flavor of the the nicotine pen that I like. So okay. I have been, I'm like, maybe I can like get dum-dums or like some fruit snacks. Cause I do oh, love yeah. some fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and like when I want that flavor rush, eat that instead, but we need to stop. Okay. My lungs can't, already can't handle this. And I want to be able to enjoy my weed more. Mm-hmm. Like fuck that nicotine. I want my weed. Yeah. <laughs> and I've stopped before, and it. Re- I really do. One, I can taste things better. <laughs> like oh. my taste buds don't always feel like they're burnt off. Okay. Um, and I can inhale easier. So I don't. People say you, when you inhale more, you get higher. But there's this, like I don't know if that's true or not. But mm-hmm. I it, I don't cough as much because I don't also have like the nicotine crap in there too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do get a much better smoke with trees when I'm not smoking the vape. Okay. So I just need to stop. Okay. So yeah. 
Do you have one next to you? I did. I don't actually know where it is. Are you just saying that or is it really right there? You like? No, I really am like, where did it go? Okay. Did you finish it maybe? No, I would remember that. <laughs> nah. But I said, I said, this is no more. We finish this and we throw it away. We do not recharge it. We do mm-hmm. not recharge it. We throw mm-hmm. it away when it blinks and then we just eat a lot of fruit snacks. Okay. So okay. have so this week, is this something like, oh, cause I'm like trying to set a challenge possibly to say mm-hmm. like, you're going to throw it away this week and you're going to go look for some fruit snacks and things to prepare yourself. Like, all right. I think I'll probably it. be done with it if I find it again. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> no, really, I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's somewhere. It's look, and this is already not boding well for me quitting because I'm a little bit freaked out right now that I can't find it. Like, <laughs> what am I doing when it's actually empty? Where is it at? <laughs> <laughs> but when I find it, we're we're making I'm making a commitment to not buy more. Okay. I'm gonna hold you to that. Cause I'm gonna slide in your DMs just to ask you and chat. And y'all listening as well. I need y'all. It's a I team effort. Yes. <laughs> it takes a, a village to raise a child. <laughs> raise me, damn it. Raise. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. those are my first ins and outs. And you okay. know, definitely gotta get that vaping out. Okay. So okay. what are your first ones? Okay, so I'm gonna start with my outs first. Um, so my out for this year is to stop moving in fear, in the spirit of fear. Um, and that's in my business, especially, and really giving it a chance. Um, I, like I said before, I have a lot, well, I didn't say this, but I do have a lot of in- personal insecurities and I get nervous with things. And so like with Rosebuds, I really have moved in fear with this business. And that was not the intended goal. Like when I had the idea it was not to like self-sabotage it and not allow it to breathe and give it and grow and give it a chance. Um, and so there are a lot of um, ideas for this brand that I really want to see come to life this year. And I really am excited about them. And I really have like when you're building something and you're a creative, you're creating it because you like it. You're not really and those who will like and gravitate to it will. And it's not for you have to go into it knowing that it's not for everyone. And so my creations and things that I want to bring to the world are going to be for those who like it. I can't go into it trying to create something that people like it's going to, they're going to like this. Like I got to like it too. Like I really got to enjoy this. And I think also with that, I think the really dope ass ideas, I'm going to just say, people are going to genuinely like really love it. And so, um, and moving in fear just doesn't feel good. Like it feels a bit tense. Um, you're holding your breath, you're not relaxed. And it's just like, let that go and just be free. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I didn't write mine down, so I am kind no. of freestyling. <laughs> no, I love that. I think uh, it's a struggle we all deal with, and mm-hmm. it's something like it's you gotta you got too many dope ideas in that head of yours, ma'am, to mm-hmm. just keep them in there, that head of yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they. I, I mean, 
I see your ideas like inspiring others and getting other other people out of their comfort zones and like being mm-hmm. that catalyst, being like, look, she did it. I could do it too. Alignment. Alignment. Let me tell you something. I the other day I was saying somebody is waiting on you to they're looking to you to see it through. Like they're rooting for you. You don't know this person. You may not ever know them, but somebody's waiting on you to push that shit through Mm -hmm. so they can then believe in themselves. Like, you know, and it's not a grandiose thing. Like, oh, people are looking up to me, but somebody may, there are people that gravitate towards you or your ideas, your brand, your thought patterns, your style, whatever it may be. Um, but what my ideas are is a lifestyle brand for Rosebuds and a clothing brand. That is my background. And it's like, well, put that to work. This is what cannabis is about. Like for those of you out there listening, if you're in accounting, if you're in whatever, like there are so many jobs that you can, you know, cross over to that this industry needs you. So don't be afraid to take that leap. Don't be afraid and just stop moving out of fear. And so that's one of my outs. And then my in is to... um be more supportive and show up for those around me and for other people who I just don't even know. Like I have to be honest as I'm going through this process of like mental health healing or, you know, it's in this, that's a constant journey that just never ends. But um, I had to come to realization to note that I don't feel like I've been very supportive to some of my like friend, my past friends, um, and like more supportive towards my family. And it's not that I'm like a bitch. Maybe I am. I don't know. I'm like, I got to be honest and just be like, we're all not, again, we're not perfect. And I'm here to be vulnerable and be honest, you know, because somebody's relating like, damn, bitch, I feel you because I'm not also, I don't show up for people like I, and it's not like I, because I don't care. It's like, you know, I'm just trying trying to intentionally make you feel like shit because I'm not there for you. I don't, there's a lot of other shit that has been going on in the background in my personal life that has held me back from that. And it sometimes feels like an excuse. And it's like, you can be there for people. You can show up and be more supportive. Um, people I don't know, like you and I met via Instagram and here we are, you know, <clears throat> I've met a lot of women in this space lot of black women in the cannabis space who I've never met to this day um, in person, but I like their shit and it's really dope. And it's like just simply sharing something that you see on Instagram, um, commenting, like I know that's just simple. You can do that and support and just show up for people. I love that. I love the community building and the, yeah. and the introspectiveness of it. Cause I feel like you're you're just being just like a complete open book and that's you know absolutely what we asked for and I just really love it so much because it's very hard to say what am I not doing well mm-hmm. and like and be 100% honest about that mm-hmm. so I appreciate that mm-hmm. and um and I very much appreciate when you said that I was like what do you mean you showed up for me like <laughs> there was no hesitation there was no like oh hey let's reschedule and you know like I I very much appreciate that so 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 much so you've definitely brought that into 2024 ma'am yes thank you yes um my second in I just put adventure time because I need to get out this house 
I need to go do things that I've never done before. I need to go try foods that I've never tried before. I need to travel. I need mm-hmm. to do things. Mm-hmm. Because for a long time, like I said, I was in this, I shut down. So I was in this very depressive mode. So I didn't do anything but stay in the house. Mm-hmm. And then I slowly crawled my way out of that deep, dark do- uh, hole. Mm-hmm. And I immediately put everything into either my job or the podcast, which don't get me wrong. I love Mm -hmm. this podcast and there will be a whole lot of putting into this podcast. So that's not going by the wayside, Mm -hmm. but I want to also pour into myself and like go have fun and not like everything be about work Mm -hmm. all of the time. Like I want to go, I don't know what I want to do. I, I, you know, I was the first thing that popped in my head was kayaking. I don't want to go kayaking. I don't. It doesn't oh, sound like maybe something you that I want to try it. That's what I don't know. <laughs> don't there are there like rocks everywhere? Um, no. My mom's went kayaking. I feel like I went kayaking. I did uh, the the paddleboard in Hawaii. Now that okay. was fun. Mm-hmm. I had fun with that, and the guy said that I was I did a very good job. Um, so yeah, but like more stuff like that, like things that I've never done before, even freaking going to Hawaii. I've never that was the first time I had been to Hawaii. So maybe I take a trip this year and do some other first. So I just mm-hmm. really want to have whether it's in town, in my city fun, or out of my city fun. I just want to go have a bunch of adventures and mm-hmm. do a bunch of stuff outside the house. Okay. Yeah. Love that. And my out for 2024 is excessive napping. I will still be taking naps. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Naps are an important part of my life. Uh And they're Mm -hmm. how I make it through sometimes. Because Mm -hmm. I can take a nap and come back a whole different person. Mm -hmm. And that's necessary sometimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I have to admit that I do take a lot of naps. There are some times where I take two naps in one day mm-hmm. and I'm not mad about it. How I long are the naps? Oh, I take marathon naps. <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> oh, what was it yesterday? What's mm-hmm. today? Sunday. Yeah. So yesterday I got off work cause I work Saturdays and I got off work at three. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna take me a nap. And I'm going to take me a good nap, so I'm not going to set an alarm. Mm-hmm. I woke up at 6 o'clock. Okay. So, and that, and you know, my naps are normally, like, no alarm naps are three mm-hmm. about three hours. Okay. But, which is why I have to set an alarm if uh-huh. I know I can't take a three-hour nap. Mm-hmm. But that's not really a nap. That's just sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. maybe no more three-hour naps. Okay. Maybe no more two naps in a day mm-hmm. or at least like you got to do something productive before you go take these naps. Mm-hmm. Got to go to the gym before you take these naps. <laughs> like do something, some, something because mm-hmm. again, I will still nap. Like there's no getting around that. <laughs> but I will, I have to admit that I, I sleep way too much. And okay. if we're going to want to do adventure time, we got to cut out something and sleep is at the top of that list of, I mean, in the, if there was a bar graph or a pie chart mm-hmm. in terms of my life and how much time sleep would take up in that would be ridiculous. So we need mm-hmm. to just cut that pie a little bit more. 
and had <laughs> adventure in there. I love adventure time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to add Colorado, not in the winter time though, to that yeah. time list. <laughs> Let me tell you a couple years ago, we had a blizzard during 420. Do you, are, you, think- are you trying to get me not to go? <laughs> this was the year saying? I think little Wayne was supposed to come and perform. And because um, it was my friend's uh, birthday that weekend. It's like, well, shit is shut down. We have a blizzard in April. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So April, May. May. I'll be there in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. May's not too bad. It can be kind of rainy. Again, are you trying to get me not to come out there? <laughs> June, oh. July, August, September, even October is nice. Oh. But it ha- when's the hot season? July and August. Okay, so June sounds safe. June is cool. Mm-hmm. Like early June. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is look, a, a plan is starting to formulate people. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> a plan is formulating. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are my second ins and out in adventure time out excessive napping. What are your second ins and out? Okay. So I'll start with my in. Um, again, I'm freestyling. Um, but my in is to, um, show up for myself and give myself a chance. I, um, <clears throat> showing up for yourself is like in self-care and self-care is not just like taking the bubble bath and things like that. It's like making your appointments, getting yourself, setting boundaries and giving yourself adequate sleep time, which is a problem for me. I have a sleep disorder actually. Um, so where you don't like sleep enough. No. Well, yes, I don't sleep enough. So last week there was a day where I stayed up for 24 hours straight. Like I'm just, up. and so. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I love sleeping so much. I could not even imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then like in just, De- there was a time in December where I stayed up for like 32 hours, I think. Cause I have to keep a sleep diary. So that's how I know. Um, so I'm seeing actually, a sleep psychologist right now. And I'm also having an assessment for possible bipolar hypomania. Mm-hmm. And so, that, like it, it affects your sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like the, you have moments where you just feel like you don't need sleep and you're just up, like mm-hmm. have a lot of energy. So my average bedtime is between four and 6 AM. And then I'll be up because I usually have therapy, I have therapy three nights a week. So I'm up around one or two o'clock and then I'll do it again. And, or I'll stay up just for 24 hours and then I'll get a couple hours of sleep. Mm. Yeah. You're like, what, what, what is happening? I love sleep so much. I love sleeping. (laughs) How are you, how are you operating right now? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. You don't want to. You don't want to talk to a sleepy Jasmine. You don't want to talk to a hungry Jasmine. You don't want to talk to a sleepy Jasmine. They're but now not, I can get hungry. <laughs> yes, they're those are complete aliens. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I could not imagine not getting sleep like that. Mm-hmm. That I'm so sorry, but yeah. I love that you're looking into how to help yourself, which yes. is self care. 
it is the self-care. So like really showing up for myself. And like, I didn't think that I showed up for myself. And then your, my therapist had to repeat it back to me, like, because so I got COVID again this past August. And so I have a lot of, I have POTS, which is called, which means posterior orthostatic. I don't know how to pronounce the T. It's like tachycardia syndrome, but that's from having COVID. So like my, um, heart rate increases as my body position changes. So like if I were to stand up right now, my heart rate could increase 50 beats per minute, like really fast. Um, And so, and then I also have dysautonomia, which I was, so these are three in mild pulmonary hypertension. So I had a right heart catheterization in October. And that's where I was diagnosed with that. They go to, they test your heart, but they go in through your neck, a vein through your neck. And I'm why I was awake for that very painful. Um, so these are three recent diagnoses. And then I have two more that I may possibly be get have, um, bipolar was the one I said, and then ADHD also. So there's just a lot happening, but anyway, I didn't think that I showed up for myself and I've had a shit ton of doctor's appointments the past couple of years. I also had the shingles in August of 2021 after I had COVID the first time shingles was fucking painful. And I thought I was too young to have them. Um, but I've had a lot of appointments. I show up for my appointments. So it's like taking care of yourself is not, again, not always the bubble baths and those type of things. It's like really showing up for your, like taking care of your body. And, you know, it's been hard for me, but like I do, I am trying. So trying and sounds like doing ma'am. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta give yourself a little bit more credit there. Yeah. It's the sleep issue. It's like, you gotta take your ass to bed. Why are you... I don't go to the doctor unless my mom is around. Okay. Yeah. No. Because okay. they're going to try and stick me. <laughs> like, and we're not doing that. <laughs> right. And so you, I, I applaud you. Yes, you are absolutely doing. Going to the doctor is terrifying for me. Okay. And I'm sure most people. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're making sure you're there because mm-hmm. you're like, we're going to figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So that's absolutely like love that yeah listen in november in one week in a five-day period i have seven different appointments Mm -mm. and i was like getting nervous as i was getting to that week because it's overwhelming it's just like because when i'm going i don't know what they're gonna tell me Mm -hmm. you know so it's just anyway so yeah so the end is as black (laughs) women we have to advocate for ourselves 10 times harder in the medical field regarding anything and so like, like I said, to, for you to continue to show up for yourself in that way is extremely admirable. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So with Rosebuds too, that's why I want to start talking and being more open about that because, you know, we as Black women need to know, like, what kind of questions maybe do you need to ask to find out what's really going on with your body? Like, am I tripping? Like, you know, not like, no, there's something really going on. Like, that could really mean something or nothing but you need to I think it's important for you to know right you know right. so yeah that's my end my out my out um is to stop lying to myself stop telling myself lies oh she she just get deep this year <laughs> she she is not holding no punches uh, she said ma'am we look it's time to wrap it up it's time <laughs> to wrap it up we get all this out of here yeah I I lie to myself a lot like you're trash it's again it's just like the negative self-talk um and so that has to stop like and 
a skill that I'm learning in IOP is called checking the facts. So it's like, why don't you just stop? Let's check the facts. What are the facts of the situation? Okay, that's a lie. That's actually really not true. Like, oh, I don't take care of myself relating back to my end. Um, that's let's check, let's stop and let's check the facts. Do you do you take care of yourself? You do, and you're doing the best that you can. And if you only show up, you know, like that meme on Instagram, I think it said like if you only have 40% and you give 40% for the day, you really gave a hundred percent because that's all you like you gave all you had. And so are you giving all you have? And so stop lying. Stop lying about your ideas or your business. Stop lying about your personal appearance and how you feel about that. Like, do you do you love you when you look in the mirror? Do you like what you see? Like, fuck what everybody else got to say or has, you know, I have have a big insecurity about my personal appearance and like all of that. So it's, that's what makes it hard to moving forward. And I know people may look like at your social media and not think that or like make assumptions like, no, I don't be feeling it, but I really try and push myself to get out there. Um, and so anyway, yeah, stop lying to myself. I love that. Yeah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a twofer because it's like, yeah, stop lying to myself. I am a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. It's like a twofer. Yeah. It's a twofer. Yeah. yeah I love that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, my third in is getting back into therapy and journaling. Um, I avoid things that I don't want to deal with. I am very good at suppressing emotions, feelings. A lot of my friends say I don't have emotions because you just, the or the one emotion I do have is anger um, because that's really what people see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've really improved on a lot of those things because I was going to therapy and mm-hmm. um, I worked on everything I wanted. I worked on the surface level things that I wanted to work on. And it got to the point where it's like, okay, now we, now we need to dig a little deeper mm-hmm. and like deal with some of those things that are a little bit deeper. And I was like, mm, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to do that at all. That does not sound fun. That mm-hmm. does not sound fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of, I not kind of, I did. I just stopped going. I just stopped mm-hmm. going to therapy. I stopped journaling because I was at the point of dealing with those really deeper issues that I just haven't wanted to deal with for like the last seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. So we need to bring it back. We need to bring that back because it, I would not be where I am now. I would not be able to be having this conversation with you to have even set this up. Like the podcast wouldn't be where it is. I wouldn't be where I am in terms of my relationship with like my friends and my family. Like things would not be as great as they are now if I hadn't gone through therapy a year mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to put on my big girl panties. Mm-hmm. and go deal with these bigger issues because I also know that this where I am now is uh, only a stepping stone to where I'm supposed to be and like I said like I want to hear and follow God's direction for me and so I know to get there I also need to heal from mm-hmm. a lot of things uh, well, not a lot of things but specific things and um, avoiding you're, you're not, you ain't going to heal nothing avoiding it so it's, it's it's yeah no you're not yeah 
Mm-hmm. I've been avoiding and suppressing and just not dealing with for like the last eight or nine years. And here we are eight or nine years later, still having mm-hmm. to do it. And, you know, I don't want to no more. Well, I, I don't know if it's, I don't want to, cause I kind of do still want to, cause that's what's like natural. That's what I know how to do, but I know that I have, again, I have to get out of my comfort zone of mm-hmm. suppressing and not dealing with things to be able to elevate to the next level. So we and when you it. when you suppress too, how does it show up in your body? Like that's the question. How is it manifesting in your life? Like for me, I was like suppressing before I really got into therapy. And that's when I started having for me, and I'm not trying to project or, you know, put any fear or anything out there, but my experience was is that I that's when I started having health problems and my immune system started to like crash. I had lost 10 pounds in one week and I was having like weight checks. I know that people were talking about me because I I was a thick let me tell you something. I miss my thick my body. <laughs> like I lost so I my shoe size went down about a a shoe size and a half or so. I was like at an eight, eight and a half. I'm now like at a size seven, like six and a half, seven in women's. Like I just lost a lot of weight all over and I'm, you know, and then I ended up getting COVID and got it twice. And like the shingles and all that was stress. So it was just like suppressing just can show up in ways that may not, that can be painful or, you know, painful to your heart or to your physical body where you start having health problems. And so. Again, this is not for me to project or anything. It's just a question to ask. How is this showing up for me in my life? Yeah. I and you know, I don't know, uh, particularly for me. And I know that um sometimes it can be uh uh in my body or health issues, like if I get very, very stressed, I've always, even as a child, gotten cold sores, which oh. is like ugh. Growing up as a child with a cold sore is not fun. And um, yeah, and it took me until I was probably in my 20s to learn how to like control and not like control my stress level. Because that's like you said, it's it's a stress rea- reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a lot better at, at being a, I still get them every now and once in a while, but it's more from like if I go up, to Reno and it's it's snowing and then I come back down here and it's super hot and like it's more physical stress on my body like that um so now I really don't know how it shows up but I think I don't know because I'm not paying attention because I'm not asking that question um Mm. so I don't doubt that there that it is manifesting Mm -hmm. in some way Mm -hmm. um whether medically physically you know, something. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's like, I wouldn't say flat. I don't, I don't have flashbacks, but there's like things and places and people that I avoid because it makes me think about those things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like draining. Mm-hmm. I think more than anything is that like the suppression is, it can get draining. Mm-hmm especially after 10 years, right? <laughs> like that's, that's a lot of fucking suppression. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like I said, when I do something, I'm gonna do it 100. percent So um, <laughs> I'm gonna do so the suppression 100. percent Okay, 100. percent Even if it don't make no damn sense, I'm gonna do it 100. <laughs> percent Right. So well, that um, could be a journal prompt too. I don't know what. Uh, that could be a journal prompt in terms of like you journaling about how you may think it's showing up in your life to open right. up other subjects. I, I think it's definitely a really good question. And, mm-hmm. and I think, like I said, I think the reason I can't answer it is because I've never asked myself that question and mm-hmm. it is something that I need to need to ask myself. So um, mm-hmm. definitely getting back into therapy, getting back into journaling and like really dealing with the mental and emotional Jasmine, which is not the person I really like dealing with, but mm-hmm. if we're going to elevate, we got to elevate. And I know that's, that's, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And um, my out, which, you know, kind of goes along with that and goes along a lot with what you've said, mm-hmm. um, is letting fear hold me back. Um, and so I know that the reason I haven't been dealing with things or suppressing things is because I'm afraid to deal with mm-hmm. them. And I just, it's easier like to be hundred percent blunt and honest. It's easier to suppress and not deal with things and push it down and just act like things didn't happen mm-hmm. than to actually deal with the emotions and the trauma of whatever it is that you're going through. Mm-hmm. And that's not just for me. That's for probably anybody. Um, but that's just fear. That's fear of what you're going to feel it's fear of reliving it and, you know, all of those things. And again, I cannot progress if I continue to let fear hold me back. And um, also not even just in the, the therapy thing and in, in everything, in every aspect yeah. of life, like every aspect and not progress. <laughs> if you let fear hold you back, that's your career. That's your relationships. That's your buying a house. That's mm-hmm. your not buying a house, like whatever mm-hmm. that, like literally everything that you don't do you have to I feel like I have to ask myself is this just fear trying to hold me back or is this just or is this me actually trying to make a sound decision and right for me when I ask that my ask myself that question and I don't lie to myself like you said that's it <laughs> when I don't lie to myself 90% of the time it's just fear holding me back mm, okay and so we 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 letting that go. We cutting the ties, the bonds. We are severing the tethers <laughs> that tie us to fear. Right. In 2024. I got scissors everywhere in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Just cutting shit away. Just cutting shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Your metaphoric scissors. Just keep them every day. I'm going to send you a pair. Send me some. I got I'm gonna need it. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, what is your third in and out for before we wrapped up this blunt talk? Okay. Um, my in is to really give my I feel like I covered this or I said something to this effect, but I really do wanna give Rosebuds a real breathing chance to grow. Did I say that? I'm having kind of, but it not like it wasn't by itself. So I think <laughs> your business and your brand deserves a by itself. Yes, just by itself. That's the thing. It's just I really want to prop up and give it a chance. 
um, in terms of like, I have, I had a series I was doing on YouTube called Smoke and Chat, but I was doing it by myself. But then I had decided that I wanted not a podcast. And I'm like, maybe it is. I don't know. Anyway, I had guests that I want to bring on. I had a whole list of them. I had the questions like I did the planning, like you said, but the execution just was not there. And then last year was just a bit chaotic for me and life got in the way. And so now that I'm learning all these different skills and learning how to handle each situation as it comes to my doorstep, oh my God, I will handle it. But, um, giving it a chance and getting back to that, my designing, um, staying consistent on my social media, talking more about my mental health journey uh, through reels and things like that. Also just getting out and socializing and getting my name, face, brand, um, and, you know, while supporting others, you know, while I'm there genuinely and intentionally to support them, um, but this will give me a chance to network and get the, my name and brand out there. Um, and it's important to me. The whole point of me starting it was to amplify the voices of Black women who were suffering silently from various mental health conditions. That's what Rosebuds was about when I was um, still in, when I was starting out with my therapy journey. This is when I came up with the idea. And it's like, I can't. I cannot put that out there like it's because it's needed, you know, Um, and to be honest and transparent about my experience and my journey. So, yeah, so that's it. And then my out is this. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just want to tell you something real quick. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what you're destined for. Like you like Mm -hmm. you're you have come on here and just like been so open and transparent (laughs) and so like you are meant to share your testimony Mm -hmm. you are meant to share your story there are people that's why i said earlier like there is i feel it there is somebody who is you are going to inspire there's going to be a whole bunch of somebodies that you inspire and like you are just so good at being transparent and authentic and upfront about who you are and what you've experienced and so I just really want to it's not easy and I just really want you to like know that you are doing that now mm-hmm. and I congratulate you for that now thank you yeah thank you um thank you for this opportunity and you know time to do that as well because it's helping me you have no idea immensely um, but my out is to stop settling. Um, and really, um, settling for me, I think when I hear that I automatically go to the workspace reason being is that like throughout my whole life, again, just being honest, I've never made a lot of money. Um, I have financially been insecure a lot of my life. I haven't managed my money well. And so right now I'm really, going through that like it's been a struggle I've been on disability and I've been out of work since September and so um they only give you 60 percent of your pay I also just haven't had they there was a whole situation it was on pause but I just settled and was just like well I know how to at least pivot and adjust and just keep it pushing and not like freak out but when it comes to like settling like 
when a job is offered and there's a pay that's offered, I just accept it because I'm just happy to have this job and get out of the last job and move on. But like really challenging myself to like really look at my skills, look at my resume. What's that LinkedIn profile looking like? Like, are you settling and not really giving yourself a chance and just moving in fear? Like really go out there and get it because you do bring a lot to the table. Stop settling and like accepting shit that's just given to you. Like they're just sometimes just throwing you pennies like, and you're just taking it. And I'm just like, thank you so much for letting me here. And, you know, I'll be committed and loyal to a company for a couple of years and not really get the raise recognition promotions that I deserve. Like I put in a lot of work, you know? Um, so yeah, I just, and I settle a lot and it makes me sad because I'm like, damn, like, did you not believe in yourself? Like, where did this come from? Like, it makes me want to dive in deeper into where that stems from. Like, I'm really about like, what's the root cause? Where is that coming from? And so this therapy journey is helping me get to that and expose what that is. So that way I'm able to just like, once it's exposed, it's like, okay, got it. Now, how do we get over that and move on? Yeah. Um, what I What I hear you saying is, Girl, you got to start demanding your worth. Yes. Uh, and tax. Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. you know, matter of fact, let's go ahead and double, triple that worth and add tax. And then that's what you tell them. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, I think they train. I don't want to say train, but they try and uh, tell black women that you should be accepting of whatever we give you and mm-hmm. be happy that you're getting that. Mm-hmm. And no, no, we're not happy no more. Well, we ain't been happy, but now we actually gonna start saying some shit about it. Right? Yeah, you still yeah. have to change around here, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And settling is not just with work. That I was just saying that's what I think of. But it's like in your relationships, like you said, you don't want to settle just to say you have a partner or settle with this guy because you're comfortable with him or you don't want to start all over. I know that can be hard in the dating space or partner. I'm I'm saying, man, your lady, your non-binary you're human being okay the dating pool has crap in it toxic waste (laughs) like it's bubbling Mm -hmm. and it's not great um and it's funny you say that because i was gonna say you know i have to throw uh like an honorary mention for the outs Mm -hmm. uh and it was gonna be fuck niggas Yeah, that's the like we leaving all that out of 2024 because ma'am we are not settling <laughs> we are not like like i said do i want do i want a family the family life the you know partner and child yes i do i would like that i i think that would be very nice thank you um mm-hmm. but do i need and will i settle just to get that no. mm-hmm. it's just not who i am anymore mm-hmm. and it's not um who i want to be and it's who i refuse to be like i refuse to go back to that lady she mm-hmm. was cool back then she not really cool. but but, uh, I mean, i'm no. good i'm good um mm-hmm. i could i could do bad by myself mm-hmm. and i've been doing it by myself this that damn long so mm-hmm. why would i let a fuck nigga come in and just fuck up shit Fuck up shit. Just say for you. Like, I don't want your presence in my space. Get away. <laughs> Let me tell you. I like mm-hmm. being alone. Like, mm-hmm. for, like, in general, I like my me time. So, mm-hmm. 
You ain't gonna come in here. I'm like you said, compromise. I'm already compromising by giving yes. up my me time. Yes. Because now it's us time. Yes. So you need to make this us time work. Mm-hmm. And if and you're if not, you're not really, what is the point? Right. And if you're not willing, don't get me wrong, because I'm willing to put in the work. But if mm-hmm. you're not willing to put in the work, I sure in the fuck ain't doing it by myself. I can and do again, you- I can do bad by myself. <laughs> Yeah, and are you committed? It's the CCW. Are you yeah. going to compromise and make this shit work? Yeah. Yeah, I like all of those things because very much all of those things are necessary and I'm willing to give those all of those things 110%. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to give it back, then I'm not doing this because I'm yeah. not going to waste my time. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. right along with your not settling, we're not settling <laughs> in work. We're not settling yeah. in business. We're not mm-hmm. settling with these fuck niggas. <laughs> okay. What else aren't we settling in? We're not we're not settling in bad weed. Bad okay. weed, vacations. Like I actually want to go out the country. Okay. Yes. I actually yes. want to stamp on my passport. Okay. Yes. Not settling. <laughs> I think that's probably the best. Like you can make that an in or an out, but it's yeah. gotta be on there. We either not settling or we leaving settling in 2023 and all the mother mm-hmm. years right there. we ain't doing that mm-hmm. shit no more. No more. Mm-hmm. that could be an in yeah i think i said it was an out dang but you, it's just a matter of, look reframing it's just a matter of how you word it exactly yeah, because you could either have it in or out but either way we ain't settling in 2024 and that's just that on that <laughs> period mm-hmm. yes i think that's a good place to leave it yeah. Sounds good to me. I, that felt like a very good list. Uh, ins and outs. Mm-hmm. This whole conversation felt like a very great up. Like I said, you've just had got me all positive. I'm feeling <laughs> all the positive vibes over here. Good. So I'm I'm loving this. Um I appreciate you again for coming on and being so open and honest and vulnerable and bluntly black and just amazing and uplifting. Yeah. And all of these things. Like your vibe is vibing lately. Like, yes. Yes. I love that. Thank you. Yes. I received that. I love it. Before we get out of here, we always end the show with a random high question because what is highness without randomness? And um, I have a list of questions numbered four through 20 and you can pick a number and I'll ask you that question. Okay. Four. Um, Okay. This one's a little bit of a two-parter. How much do you typically spend on cannabis and how much do you think is too much for an eighth? Oh my gosh. Okay. So like I said, back to I my, love that I'm asking you this question. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, I know I'm cutting you off that. Well, I love okay. like, it's like, the, again, divine alignment, man. Cause like <laughs> she, she got the experience. So you really know what should be costing and what's good shit. So like yes. you are the perfect person to ask this. Yes. Okay. But here's the deal though. I'm kind of cheap. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm going like, to be honest. Especially you because, coins. You know, inflation this year has been ugly. You know, I just spoke about my financial situation. I'm being an yeah. honest bitch here. Okay. So take it. But um, let me go. I'm going to speak to a now, but I will speak to a time also when I would just spend and get whatever. And when I smoked more, because I actually don't smoke as much as I used to, I used to smoke a little over an ounce a week. And so, but that was when I was in the industry and I had 
And that was the most I smoked for some. And everyone's limit is different. So some people are going to be like, that ain't shit or, ooh, that's too much. Everybody's body is different and, you know, but um, how much do I spend was the first question, right? Yeah. How much do you spend on, okay, let's do it this way. How much do you spend on an eighth typically? <laughs> typically, and then okay, how so- much, how much do you think is too much to spend on an eighth? On an eighth. Okay. So it depends because I have a couple of dispensaries that I shop at. One shop that I get some eighths from, they're, um, they start like at $11. But the other shop that I shop at, they are between 15 and $20 per eighth. Okay. They also sometimes will sell a half ounce and I will just get that. But um, typically that's how much I spend. I used to spend a little bit more. And that would be around like 30 on an eighth. Okay. But that's when I had a discount and I was in the industry and I had a med card. So I would sometimes get double discounts. So So I would buy, I would, what's that? You getting like $50 eighths for 30. Right. So yeah, I would buy the higher, like sometimes they're in tiers like gold, platinum, silver tier. So I would buy the higher tier, but I was getting a discount. But now, like I said, it's between 11 and like 20 and eighth. Um, How much is too much for an eighth? I have seen some out there that were like 60, 65 and eighth. And for me, again, I just, because I'm from here and I know where I can go get some good cheap weed, I'm not going to spend that much. And I've seen that like out of town at other shops or if I'm just linking up with somebody like in Atlanta, this guy had ace that were 75 and eighth. And I was like, it's not that deep. Like I'm not spending (laughs) 75 fucking dollars on an eighth. Like you're talking to a bitch from Denver. I'm not fucking doing it. You're trying it. You're playing with me. And I feel really offended also. Like, do you want to square up? I'm on my phone. Like nigga, don't ever play me. Do you think I'm fucking stupid? You think I'm one of them? I'm like, no. Like, I get started getting riled up and start ready to cuss, and I just. $75. $75, my nigga, for an eighth that I'm going to smoke up very quickly. So I'm going to want more than an eighth. So, how much is a half going to cost me while I'm here for the weekend? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, but they do. See, we're in California. So seeing a $60 eighth or a $70 eighth is not unheard of at all. Okay. One of, one of my favorite brands that's like on the higher end is Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. And no, maybe it's not Wonder Bread. I haven't had it in so long because uh, Golden State. I think it's Golden State is the brand. Um, and they have fire fucking weed. But their apes are also like $65, 70 mm-hmm. And so I've gotten, you know, the strains that I really want to try, like once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was because I had some extra monies. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I will buy them sometimes, but on like an average, no, I'm not spending that much. I I don't, especially not right now. I don't need to spend $70 on an eighth to get hot. I, I simply just don't. That's I just don't. it. <laughs> and be, and then when I buy those $70 eighths, I have them forever because I'm only using a tiny bit. I'm trying to savor this shit. What yes. the fuck? 
That's my yeah. hard-earned money. Yeah. What are you saying? I'm a yeah. single bitch. It's just me out here, party of one. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, so this question was, or so the an eighth. I think we can get them on sale for like eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. Like if they're having like a thirty percent off or whatever. Like I got some. Um, actually no, because there's a brand called Dime Bag that I just got, and theirs are normally about ten dollars for an eighth, ten to eleven, twelve dollars for an eighth, and then you can get. They're also on sale a lot, so you mm-hmm. normally ends up to be like nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually don't normally get those ones. Uh, I pretty much stick when I'm buying it from the dispensary. I stick to like brands I know, and it's probably like twenty five to thirty dollars an eighth. I like mm-hmm. Jeter's, and they have the little packs, and those are like forty dollars for a five pack. Uh huh. But now I am like, girl, let's start saving money because you have more bills now. Mm-hmm. And you can still like at least give the the cheaper stuff a try. Try and it. See how it hits yeah. you. I mean, you it's ten dollars out on nothing. It's ten dollars. Just try it. <laughs> right. And you, matter of fact, you saving money. Right. And then if we like it, we can keep going to it. Now, I Coastal Sun. That's one of the reasons why I really like them because their stuff is cheap. Normally, mm-hmm. their apes are like. Um, Twenty dollars, twenty-two. Um, but it's really, really good weed. And then they have quarters for like thirty or thirty-five, something like that. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's fine. And it's Mm -hmm. a brand I know and love, so I'm fine with that. But Mm -hmm. we definitely are starting to try some of the cheaper ones to see if we can still get high because bills, bills, inflation is the thing. Inflation, America. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) So this question was inspired because I seen a a a, a notice or a, a a newsletter, a green market report that said the most common answer to how much you spend on each cannabis product is eleven to thirty dollars. So you were like literally spot on right there. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. She knows her stuff. That's also that was like that was perfect. <laughs> like perfect person to ask. Um, they didn't say what people really said about how much is too much. I think that might have been my own question, but I agree. Mm-hmm. I'll spend $65, $70 on an eighth, but it's going to last me some time and it better be some real good shit. Right. Anything beyond that, I'm not doing it. On right. an eighth, I'm not doing it. Right. Now, I mm-hmm. don't care if this is the most exotica ever, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not doing it. The loudest packy, I'm telling you. It's look, look she's quiet down messing with me. You ain't got to be that loud over here. I don't need it that loud. I don't nope. need it that loud right now. Because okay? I, I got to go to the grocery store after here. You know what that shit's looking like? Okay. Please use your inside voice. Okay? <laughs> Give me that price. <laughs> I want the inside voice price. <laughs> I was yeah. going to ask you randomly, do you smoke infused joints? Um, Jeter's are my favorite. Um, okay. and those are typically infused. Um, and then so when I'm in, um, when I'm in Reno, I get a lot of, uh, single pre-rolls mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll get the infused ones, but I really don't like them because they, one, they don't be packed enough for me. They're like 
super loose. And mm-hmm. then they don't, because it's infused and it's loose, it's like a lot of air gets there and it burns funny. Mm-hmm. So I stick to Jeter's infused and everything else. I'm like, eh. Do you make your own ever? No. Okay. That's a thing. I do, yeah. I buy um, concentrates, like oh. a couple grams of concentrate. I'll look for a specific texture that's easy for me to use, and I do like the raw cones, and take the the you know the tip that comes in the the um. I'm like, hold on, I got my stash box right chip. I'm sitting here looking down at my hand, the raw cone in my hand. I'm like, what's she talking about? Let me see how she. So I got a hold on, get this off my legs. I got a pack of cones too. I think. Let me see. Okay, so so. Just right here. All right. You buy a gram of concentrates and you just use the tip of this. And so you'll just put a little bit of flour in, you know, pack a little, start with flour and then use the tip of this, grab some concentrate, pack that down and make sure it's all the way around and then flour, concentrate flour. So you should see it all the way around mm. and it's just, and then I used to mix, I'll do dried roses as well. And I'll put the dried roses in my grinder and then, and also concentrate. Um, so it should just go all the way up and it should be burning pretty slow. Like generally when I do them, I like them because they burn. It's a higher high. The, the taste is obviously different as well. And with the roses, but I like it all mixed together. And, um, with the concentrate being all the way around, it should burn really slow. So it should last you a while as well. So that's why I like doing it too, because I only smoke joints. I've, I don't, I have a weird thing about putting my mouth on glass so I've never really done a, I've done a bong hit once. I've did a dab once, but other than that, I don't. I'm going to get into it this year. <laughs> but my dad um, does the same thing. And like my yeah. dad's older. And so he's like, my dad's not a crackhead or anything like that. It he reminds was, me of that. I didn't yeah, want to see he it. Grew, he grew up in the crack era. And so he's like, nah, he's like, I'm not doing that. Right. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to keep the episode going on, but when no, my first time, but I was like, how do I say this without sounding offensive? <laughs> <laughs> so I hope I don't sound offensive, but yeah, no, my dad. No, it is. He's Let like, I'm not you. putting my mouth on a glass pipe. I don't care what it is. I just, it's weird. It's a weird thing for me. The first shop that I worked at, I was the oldest one that worked there. They had all like, I really learned a lot about drugs and like dabbing and bong hits and stuff like that and smoking out a pipe. I don't do that either. And so I had told them like, I'm like, y'all have to listen. I'm I'm a little bit older. I grew up in a different era. I'm an 80s baby, straight up 84. I grew up seeing people like I was around that and also just seeing it in movies. It was like, I know it's movies, but there were some truth to that mm-hmm. but seeing people getting high with glass in their mouth has like been ingrained in me not to do and it's like just weird and it's like i really want to hit a dab because i know concentrates are fire through a dab versus a joint the way i do it and i know bond grips got to be good too but i can't do it so i so they would make fun of me like she only so when people would come in to buy like bong pieces like pieces for their bongs or their dab rigs or concentrates, I would, it would be really hard for me to get into it. It's like, <laughs> I don't do this shit. I can sell you some weed and tell you about right. joints, but I don't do it. we're shit. good. Like, it's weird. Like, it feels like crackhead shit. Like, but I know it's not. And it's like, not to be offensive. It's just, I'm from a certain era. <laughs> That's just, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, 
Yeah, but the joint should burn slow. And that's why I like doing it because I only smoke joints. I burn through them really fast. And so when I do a concentrate joint, I know that it I'm going to have it for a while. That's true because I, I, I buy the big pack from uh, from Amazon. Oh, yeah. okay. I need to get that. What, kind, what brand? Is that raw? Yeah, raw cones. Uh, you, How you, many you, come you, in there? 150. Oh, here's the top. Yeah. Oh, I need that. 150, uh, one and a quarter. Uh, it's like thirty dollars for the for the whole thing. Yeah, I be buying my. I go to smoke shops to get my smoking accessories, so I don't have to pay the taxes on it. But I'm gonna have to do that. Thank you. Yep. I love. I this is like I order them to my mama's house. I they even have a smaller <laughs> one if you don't want the the 150 pack. But I'm like shit. I because I go through them so fast. Mm-hmm. So, and like you said, you go to the smoke shop, the, the most I've seen at a smoke shop was like a 10 pack and that mm-hmm. was like $4. So I'm mm-hmm. getting 150 for $30. Let's do the math. <laughs> Let me go ahead and uh, order them off of Amazon and stop playing. Times four. Oh, you're really doing it. For $60. Half price. Okay. I love that I just did that in my head because now I feel justified in continuing to buy them from Amazon. <laughs> I'm ordering right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm out to try that. I'm gonna have to get I have I think I have a little bit cut trait. Uh and see how that works out. But you gonna have to we I'm gonna have to like call you all Zoom or something. You gotta show me what I'm because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I use joint rollers too, so I'll get like something that's more of like a, you know, powdery consistency and pour it in my, I'll put flour down and then do a row of that and then put flour on top of that. So it's like in the center of the joint and then roll it up. Mm. Yeah. I definitely have some keef that I need to do something. Yeah. Or some keef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. Um, okay. Again, I appreciate you for all of you brought all that you have brought to this episode which is so much the amazing vibes the information and just like a good old fucking positive high ass time yeah i love it all (laughs) yes thank you thank you for having me this was really great and thank you for this opportunity and like this is the first time we've talked and i just felt like i'm talking to my homegirl like we're just chilling exactly (laughs) yeah we're friends now in case you didn't know Mm -hmm. that's my homie (laughs) you know jasmine yeah i know her yeah. That's my name. <laughs> Don't fuck with her. Don't play yes. with her. Don't play yes. with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Yes, exactly. Yes. All of them. Um, so tell the people where they can find you because she is working on the brand this year. So they're going to need to find you and follow you and give you their money in whatever form that is. <laughs> yes. You can find me on Instagram and Wooden Threads and uh, TikTok. I haven't posted really on TikTok. I'm just getting into it so give me a chance you're good because tiktok is hard especially with cannabis content they do not play see i was just telling my friend about even instagram i've been shadow banned on instagram plenty of times yes agreed same here and but i did see your youtube and honestly i applaud you so much for that because i I have thought about doing YouTube, but I'm like, but they're just going to shut it down. And you're really out there doing the thing and making a beat uh, like pop. Like, I, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, I, I actually haven't posted on two, uh, in two years on there. So I'm actually going to be posting. 
to still mm-hmm. have the content up and like you you're doing something right. So thank you. And I think I'm gonna push you to do it because they don't shut you down. The only thing is is that if you are smoking on camera and all that, they just you have to restrict the video. So people have to be logged into their you can't just go to YouTube to watch your videos. And also um getting that ad money is hard. Like I don't think you're really your videos are eligible for it. That actually is more information than anybody has ever been able to give me. So I appreciate you for that. You're welcome. Um, and uh, that makes it sound, at least to me, at least somebody was trying to have me have uh, get a TikTok. And I was like, it just doesn't sound worth it to me just because of how strict mm-hmm. they are there. But that, mm-hmm. I mean, we're already shadow banned on Instagram. So it's basically the same thing as being shadow banned on YouTube. You yeah. Put in a password or something. You do. You just have to put on your password and sign into your Gmail account to watch a YouTube video. But the content is out there and you're able to network and get out there. And then, I mean, brands can connect with you personally if you're not able to get the ad deals. You know, it's a way for you to get your name and brand out there. So I hope that you are, you know, you do it and even put the podcast out there. You've definitely put a little light bulb like right up here above my head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just like that. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> now I'm um, actually considering. Yes, do it. Uh, uh, but yes, you can you like threads. I haven't really posted on there a lot either. Okay. I've I've gone on there and reposted things and like scrolled and but I'm I'm gonna get into it. Okay. I haven't I haven't done it because I know once you do it, you can't go back. Like you have to completely delete your Instagram to go back. And so yeah. I'm like, we just gonna wait and see. Yeah. I mean you just yeah. cannot if even if you don't want to use it, I guess you would just stop posting. The app is still there, but I mean, anyway. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm on Instagram threads at rosebuds at uh, underscore high. That's H I. So R O S E B U D S underscore H I. Um, and that's also on YouTube. Again, just sign into your Gmail account to check out my content. Um, I will be posting there where I'm going to start talking about my journey through this health and mental health and cannabis content as well. So please go support me. Check me out. I really would appreciate it. I love that. I love that. All of it. And um, I will definitely make sure to stay tuned for the YouTube videos. We're going to have to like do this again so that we can both do YouTube videos because I need like somebody to hold me accountable sometimes. Mm -hmm. So be like, girl, we're going to do this YouTube video. You're going to put it out and it's going to be a thing and we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So we can um, definitely do some episodes and have different topics and link up again. Yeah, this is not the end of Jasmine and Christina's smoke session. It's not. (laughs) No. Um, But I do think that sums up another episode of Bluntly Black Girls. I just want to say thank you so much to my smoking sister, Christina Marie. You have been absolutely amazing. Um, And I'm just, I'm just, I feel very blessed. Uh, Yeah, to have had this time and sit and talk with you. Um, you guys, she, again, you can follow her at rosebud, rosebuds underscore high. And, um, that's on Instagram, threads, TikTok, and YouTube, YouTube, you got to put in your password, but it's fine. Just do it. And then go into her page. (laughs) Um, you guys can follow us at bluntly black girls on IG and bluntly BLK girls on Twitter. Visit the website, which is actually getting relaunched by the time this episode releases, which will probably be in a couple of weeks. Uh, hopefully the uh, website will be all done and relaunched. If not, it's coming soon. Either way, you need to go look at it. 
That's, yes. that's pretty much what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and don't forget to subscribe for our newsletter, The Stash, where I provide a roundup of industry news, mental health and self-care tips, plus much, much more. And you also get a free printable version of the Intentional Highness Tracker when you down or when you join the uh, the newsletter email list. So fun times mm-hmm. there. Uh, comment, rate, subscribe, talk to me. Let me know what you think about the episode. Let, uh, Christina Marie, let you, uh, Jesus Christ. I can't talk. Let Christina Marie know what you think about the episode. If you have any comments, questions, or any of that stuff for me or my guests, you guys know how to hit us up. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Right. But hit us up. Yeah. We love, we love conversation. Just don't be be kind. Yeah. I mean, I'm open to, you know, letting me know, but you know, but be kind. Put sugar on it. It's fine. Yes. Smoke a blunt, drink your water, and fuck what anybody got to say about being a bluntly black girl. And we're out.